And five, four, three, whoa, not five, four, three, five, four, less reluctance, three, whoa, welcome back to Portman Show. I don't like this. No, me neither. That's how we, that's how we, that's how we started the show. Pew, can you shout? Yeah, puke should do. Just do real puke. Just do, like shout as loud as you possibly can in your apartment building. Bring me in when you're ready to bring me in. Five, four, <laughs> three. Woo! I don't know. I don't know if my neighbors appreciate that, but it's that's the most woo you're going to get out of this show. All right. Well, you need to you need to find a balance between that sentence and that woo. And keep that level for the remainder of the show. What now? <laughs> don't go. Don't don't bring the energy level down to the level of the exposition or the explanation of your woo. But you don't need to keep it the whole way up at the woo level. Just in between. Be more exciting or excited and exciting is what I'm saying. How Good are job. my levels when I st- when I I'm right here? Five, four, three. Wait, I got it. The show never starts. <laughs> There's never a show. <laughs> Fuck you, chatters, editors. Oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> All right, give me a countdown, quick. All right, let's really, let's really get ready to do it. Yeah, I'm ready. Right. Five, four. Now I'm not ready. Three. Is some fucking excitement all the way from the Pacific Coast? Yeah, except the Bay Area from California. Your mic is tempering your enthusiasm. You no. <laughs> Think about it this way: uh, oh. the louder you get, and the more enthusiastic yeah. you get, the more your mic automatically tempers it. So you have to make up for it with ongoing enthusiasm. Oh, ongoing enthusiasm! Why don't you make up for it with some of your own fucking enthusiasm? I'm very excited to be here. This is the first. No, you're not. You're. You're so excited that you just won't start the goddamn show. <laughs> this is the first recording that we've done for these people, the free people, um, in over a month. The last time either oh, yeah? one of us spoke to them, realistically, and certainly together, we were on the side of a state road underneath a railroad bridge somewhere in eastern California. Remember that? That's correct. Remember I said, I we have to get out that. here and walk on this bridge? I do. That was fucking fantastic. That was one of the best places I've ever been. And no one's ever even heard of it. No one's ever even seen it except for the one guy who painted graffiti with a high-heeled <laughs> uh, barefoot foot. Remember that? I, Puke and I looked at graffiti. It was interesting. Yeah. It was like hobo graffiti. You can see that graffiti by going to 
uh, doomsdaydevicephoto.com and finding all of the albums I've been putting up from my California uh, uh, purgatory out here. Uh, and those photos of that train trestle and those, uh, those graffitis are in there somewhere. And I actually have the location saved if anybody wants to know exactly uh, where, to, where to go to get there. Yeah. Would you I, like uh, to know how exactly to get there and give you directions? This no. is Portman Show, episode 460. Did we say that yet? No. But um, when I was walking along those train tracks and wanting to see things, I continued down the tracks. And when you're walking down train tracks carved in the side of a mountain, there's not a lot of lateral room to go one direction or another. You kind of have to go forward or backwards along the tracks, right? So I'm really only big enough for a train. Yeah, yeah. So I'm walking down the tracks, and all of a sudden, I'm slowly rounding this long bend because trains can't make tight bends. And out pops a train engine with a big bright headlight on the front of it. And I went, oh, they see me. And I had to turn around and run back. I don't know. Oh, you just noticed. (laughs) I don't think it was because it didn't pass over our heads. If it was moving, it stopped uh, shortly after. Well, I mean, it could have been like rounding that corner as it was stopping, you know, for whatever reason. And I didn't know. I thought it was just sitting there and then you noticed it. Yeah, I this don't know. This is the first time I've heard to where you said that it might have been moving, it and that would have been. been extremely scary. I feel like I would have felt it. Oh, maybe. Like if you're well, standing if on a rail, slow? you would feel it shaking. I don't know. Would you? Yeah, it's a good I've never train. been on a rail as a train comes. I feel like you can feel it for miles. <laughs> how, right, how, does, how do vibrations work? Do trains hibernate uh, in the winter? Since we've recorded those shows, I've been thinking so much about hibernation, and I don't, I, I have no understanding of any of it. However, <laughs> one thing I did get a massive understanding of, which I had none when you and I were together, yeah. the Donner Pass. Oh, did you read about it? Uh, I listened to very lengthy podcasts about uh, the Donner Party and all the wow. horrors, and that is some fucked up shit. It is some sad shit. And it's disgusting, obviously. Mostly just sad. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's a lot behind that. And now people just go there and have fun and take pictures and put themselves on Instagram and then slap a sticker on a thing with a bunch of other stickers and put it as the banner photo. Puke. That's in, that's in reference to me. I did that. Yeah. I now I feel, uh, I feel like I disgraced these people. And I feel bad. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's how history works. Like... You know, there, there's a nice beach somewhere in Normandy where uh, like 50,000 people died. Oh, yeah, it's And now beautiful. you can go out there and just, yeah, you can just go dance around all you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's the way life works. Uh, so this is episode 460. It is 20, 21. Hi, Brett. That's all, that's all I have to say about that. Brett's here. Hey, guys. I'm sorry I had to take a few weeks off from the show. <laughs> Well, that's nice. Were you uh, on that train out in California? Is that where you were? No, just, you know, <laughs> got busy. So how is California, <laughs> uh, particularly the Bay Area? Do you have HIV yet? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's likely um, that you would get of, it. Some of the places I've gone, I might have gotten it. I don't know. Um, but you can find out more about... Uh, like my my tales out here. I've done three solo shows now, Brett. That's uh, available at portmanshow.com/vip, where I, I 
put out some of my personal thoughts and uh, you know talk about my adventures here, but it is um, it's a shithole. I don't like being here at all. But the good thing about it, though, is that I have been able to see some very beautiful things. Yes. At the same time. Yes, I, I just have found to get it. the hell away from San Francisco. I don't know. I found San Francisco to be like one of the most beautiful cities I had ever seen. Yeah. And the most gross. I saw All nothing gross. Yeah. I saw people playing in trash like it was snow in a <laughs> neighborhood called the Pork Chop. Or the Tenderloin. Tenderloin. It's Tenderloin. Yeah. Tenderloin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some some contrast in this region. Um, but uh, for me, I have really surprised me, I guess, um, because I don't like beaches. I've never liked going to a beach. But oh my God, I love the beach out here yeah. on this here Pacific coast. Yes. Oh my God. I have, I've been, I've been, like I lived for four years in Georgia and I went to that beach, Tybee Island, like twice and didn't give a shit. Because it's just your typical East Coast Atlantic beach where it's just blech and then ocean. And there's nothing to look at. There's just all you have to do is worry about jellyfish. But out here, there's pebbles, <laughs> black, there's black pebbles, there's big pebbles, there's there's elephant seals. It's black peoples. It's amazing. Yeah. No, I haven't seen any of them on the beach. <laughs> I went to the beach uh, somewhere kind of where that Hearst Castle is. It's uh, somewhere along the Pacific Coast Highway. And the seaweed was very alien. Do you remember in um, yes. the film Star Wars when they were in the trash compactor and that thing got Luke and made him go under the trash water? I found seaweed that looked like that little monster on the, the Pacific beaches. And the sand was also a different consistency. So... Yeah, I think people should go to different beaches. If you don't like the beach, try out a beach somewhere else in, in the world and see what you think of that beach. Yeah, this, the seaweed, um, it washes up on the shore, and it does look fucking weird. It's like this weird, thick tube with a big, like, like, spermy knob on the end of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. a big, spermy knob. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think he's describing um, one of these things that I handled. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't touched any of the seaweed. So far, I don't. I, I find it gross, but uh, especially it's weird because I've seen people out there in Santa Cruz surfing among it, and it seems like it would be difficult because I don't feel like surfboards glide across the seaweed quite easily. But uh, but like f for me, I have been this weekend. I went because it is New Year's Eve or New Year's weekend, so I had time off, and I went all the way up the Pacific Coast Highway for several hours. And the best place uh, that I've seen in my life was called Black Sands Beach near Shelter Cove on the Lost Coast of California. And I would really love to go back because apparently you can hike this beach. It's about 50 miles long. And I guess you can hike it. It takes about three days. And Ugh. I just think that like that would be amazing. You have your tent and the beach is all this black pebble rocks. They're all smooth. It's a huge pain in the dick to walk on because they're all very slippery and you have zero traction. But it's not its not the gross sand that gets everywhere. So you're telling so, me. I, know, I thought it was great. If I wanted I to do it. this, I'd have to go without driving for three days? No, if you, wanted to, if you wanted to hike the beach. Yeah. But you, I drove to the beach. Oh. That's how I got to it. 
<laughs> you realize you can't drive to places and then walk from that place. Yeah, but I don't want to walk for three days. Yeah. What am I following, I Moses? Would, you might get uh, swept away by the ocean. Yuck. Yeah, that can happen. I got... Um, so I was out there. I was about five hours away from my apartment. Wow. So I went out, and I'm driving up, and I, I, I photographed, you know, the sunset and the sunrise, and got a hotel and stayed overnight. And all these fucks were out there making noise because it was New Year's. And I got up at 5 a.m. and drove out and got an amazing, hopefully amazing sunset shot on a beach, just a random beach off of the, the Highway One somewhere. Uh, and then I made my way up to this Black Sands beach, and I spent several hours there as the like rain was coming in. So it was very cold and windy. But I'm really hoping that these photos turned out really moody and uh, like just I don't know. I feel like you're looking. very moody when you're taking your photos because um, they're all great. But if you look at what puke posts on Facebook, every mm-hmm. single post is like. Here are some photos. They're fucking lame. I really need to come <laughs> back here and do a better job. Every single it, thing you post is you're like, I need to come back here again. Oh. Like, experiencing this the first time was a complete waste of time and it's pure shit. So I need to come <laughs> back to when I can really experience it. Live, uh, live in the obviously moment. obviously a hyperbolic over-exaggeration of... I'm gonna, Why, me? I'm gonna find. Uh, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna quote you. But you're having a good time while you're there. It doesn't seem ha- like it. I'm having a great time. Doesn't but seem part like of, it. Part of being uh, a student of photography is that you know to to really to really get a great photo. Sometimes you have to go back to a place multiple times, and you have to you have to practice, right? Mm-hmm. Like you and Andrew. Do you drive a racetrack perfectly the first time you've ever been there? Uh, kind of. I, I sort of do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. So you have obviously no idea. What, or do you like to go back and like try again sometimes? Like maybe you didn't do quite as good as you thought you could have. So you want to go back and, and do it again. That's what it's like photographing some of these locations. Um uh, so I, uh, I'm sorry that I don't uh, come off enthusiastic when I make posts. But I'm just saying you could I've, be I've more been positive. Maybe you would enjoy it more. Maybe you could get I a grant. I fucking plenty. <laughs> With the right attitude, maybe you could get a grant. This is the most positive he was. The five-hour drive home could have been worse. <laughs> Proper photos <laughs> coming soon. Well, that was Okay, that's positive. Um I missed adding this photo when I made the last post. The Instagram interface is a pile of crap. That's also the positive <laughs> side of puke. Well, shit. Well, you know, I mean, at least yeah. you're getting out there. You're getting practice. And maybe you can apply some of the lessons of these locations to other locations because they're similar. And maybe if you're there long enough... You can go back to this place. You pick your favorite place. You say, this was the place of missed opportunities with the greatest I, potential for beautiful photographs that I didn't take. Oh, I was here for this one and talking to Brett on the phone while this happened. Emerald yeah. Bay. I got here just in time to rush a panorama and take an okay image. I should have taken my <laughs> circular polarizer off, though. <laughs> 
Oops. I love it. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, there's no reason to not be super positive about this stuff. Okay, well, um, I don't know. Because these are amazing. I'm looking at these happy. going... Obviously, I can't. Okay, here, here's the thing. <laughs> I am an onlooker, right? And Give I'm looking... me... A t- I'll yeah. recaption them. Give me the, the yeah, phone. Yeah. Give let, me your phone. Let Brett recaption them before you post them. But I'm looking at these oh. going, wow, look at that. And then Puke goes, oops, that was kind of not good. Are these I go, posted oh, on I Facebook? guess it's shit. This is on Facebook. You can see these. Yes, yeah. All right. So we get James. At Doomsday Device. Dooms. When he was Day. at Lake Tahoe, California. Doomsday. He was looking at a, a co- Stellar J. Stellars. That's why I said. Stellars. Go to his page. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, so for these captions, I've been trying to add more of like a... a a story behind the photo instead of just posting the photo. But make it a positive right. story. Because, okay, here, mm. Yosemite Valley. Okay, that would have been a perfect description of what I'm looking at. However, you yeah. had to go and uh, make me sad. You said, that- this is the photo everyone takes from the tunnel view overlook. Okay, well, then you're not yep. special. <laughs> I wouldn't have known well, I'm that. I'm not. I wouldn't have known that. So let's do some edits. <clears throat> then he goes on to say, sadly... Bridal Veil Falls didn't have enough water this time of year to include in this composition. I wouldn't even know there was a waterfall to miss in this photo had you not pointed out that negativity. All right. So this is one hour ago. Shark Fin Cove Christmas morning before the crowds showed up. The spot had me pretty anxious as the large waves came crashing into this little arch. Photos coming soon. Revision. Oh my <laughs> God, I'm going to jizz everywhere. <laughs> well, you're going to jizz when you see the photos I took from that little arch. Because that, that post you just read, Brett, was me. I took a video of the waves crashing in. I watched it. And it was, it, I loved it. I showed yeah, the video it, to everybody who could see it. Oh, there you go. You <laughs> sent a video to me in a private Facebook message, and I said, everybody, everybody, stop what you're doing. <laughs> I don't care that you're driving. And then I said, watch this. And we all watched it. But so because I have been critiquing my work and working on work. So this whole time, like the last two months, most of what I've been doing has been going to places on the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Is going and uh, uh, taking pictures of places and then like watching tutorials online and learning how to do this shit better and really trying to improve this this uh, craft or whatever the fuck, you know, I don't want, I'm starting to sound all uh, uppity about it. Sound that way. You got to <laughs> sound like that way. Have you ever heard me? Yeah. yeah. Just go Jesus out there and Christ. say I'm the best photographist. Yeah. So the photos I just took of that, that video I shared from that arch or from that little cave, um, they turned out fucking great because I've been applying the lessons that I've been learning. And so I'm very happy with those photos. So when I post those, I'm going to go um, stick a dick in your mouth and suck it because this is the best photo a motherfucker's ever seen. No, suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. Suck my dick. I took this photo. Doomsdaydevicephoto.com. So I've been having a great time, and uh, I, I've really, um, I've really taken Andrew's uh, just fucking drive somewhere without a plan to heart, and then you know it's a, it's an adventure where I don't really know exactly where I'm going, 
But I, I, along the way there, I stopped in many places and took photos and saw things and then, you know, just found a hotel somewhere and stayed the night and then kept on going. And it was uh, it was a great adventure. Puke's taking himself on a no money, no plan date. What a beautiful thing to stay in a hotel <laughs> by yourself, too. Every time I've ever done this, it's been like a real. Oh, I hate it. It's erotic, the saddest thing. <laughs> yeah. Erotic night. Yeah. Don't just, uh, we've talked about this before, but there's something about being in a hotel room alone that is just very arousing. Makes you want to eat wings and jerk off without washing your hands enough in between. Mm. There was no time for wings. <laughs> I remember I checked into a hotel outside Denver, Colorado. And uh, it was when I was on my trip in 2017. I had not jacked in like 21 days. <laughs> and I jacked. Man. That's the end of that story. Ah, I can still feel it. I can feel it. Puke, you should make postcards. And they should be one of your photos. Yeah. And then on the photo, instead of saying like, hello from Miami, right. it just says, uh-huh. suck it, Ansel Adams. P.S. <laughs> equals the best. Get it? Because that's your initials. Puke Schmill. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like I, I prefer to have a little more humility around uh, some of the things I do. Have none. You're, yeah. This is like uh, something that is separate from your actual identity. Do you so, think Andy Warhol had any humility? No. Yeah, and but you has, fucking hate him. I know, but everyone else loves him. Everyone oh. else does love Andy Warhol, and he had no humility because he never looked at anything that he did and said, this is dumb. <laughs> Hmm. He so never on this painted, Black Sands beach. I, he, never, he never painted a can of soup and went, I have to come back and do that again later. No. He said, first try, that's good. Looks like the can. I'll do all. You know what? This one is so good. This fucking cream of mushroom is so good. I'll do tomato. I'll do chicken noodle. I'll just really fucking overdo it. Because I'm Andy Warhol, yeah, he, he, and you can suck my dick. And I don't even remember the, doing it. Right. He kind of did the opposite, Andrew. He did he did many cans of soup. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing. He did them all. Yeah. Do you think he went yeah. back and redid them? No. Oh. Well, he was a painter. It's a little bit different. No. Like you got to go not. back. You got to go back sometimes to a location when you're doing landscape photography because you need the light, you need the you need the clouds, you need a sunrise or a sunset. Yeah. You need the beauty of nature. When you're a painter. Present itself. Right. You can Well, if you're painting landscapes, but why well, do something just... like that, that, that it's that tricky when you can paint a fucking soup can that just sits there? Yeah. yeah. Like a homo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly like a homo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's like, so that's what's, that's what's fun about uh, photography for me is that it is a challenge is that you, you don't like, it's not all a perfect photo every time. It's kind of like hunting, like you're hunting for light. You're hunting for clouds. Or the moment where you see a walrus and it rears up and goes, and you go, holy fucking Christ, I'm going to die on this beach on Christmas Day, smothered by a fucking 600-pound blob. (laughs) Photos coming soon. Christmas walrus. Um, By the way, Jess, thank you for really carrying the chat today. We're watching you. We're reading your messages, and you're interacting with us. I am. 
this is wonderful. I see my name in the last message that you sent, but my eyesight is not good enough to make out the other words. Uh, it says, I don't think there's been any Jack talk since Brett left. Missed it. Well, you know, one of the goals for 2021, I would say, is to create less Jack talk. What? Why? By doing less jacks. Oh. It's a goal. It's a it's a New Year's resolution every year. I don't know. Since mm. I was 12. <laughs> well. <clears throat> I went on a really good run. Three weeks, if, four weeks. Well, I've gone on a couple of those in my life, I guess. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I can explain why there's been a, a jack lack. For you? <laughs> uh, at least a lack of talk on the show for months and months. Sure. Shame. 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 Shame is something that we really have to confront and address and cure ourselves of. So let's get into that. Yeah. I. Mm. This goes back months. Um, whew, fucking March, for example. Okay. That was a time. I remember. February was a time before that even. It's cold. May was another time. May, it's getting warmer. Along with June. This is, June is a time where you want to take your dick out. <laughs> so what happened? July and August, too. I should make a calendar for all of these months. <laughs> but what happened during these times, I had uh, people floating around my life that uh, unnecessitated jacking. You were having sex. I guess. Yeah, you don't need to jack when you have sex. Yeah. But, uh, okay, this is a shitty thing to say, but I feel like I needed to not jack. That way I was able to have more sex. This is also a thing. Yeah. Now, um, there are situations where you don't want to jack. And then there are situations where you, oh, I'm so sorry to admit this as well. You have to say, I better not jack or I will just be in this bed not coming for hours. Is that it? Is that kind of it? Yeah. You need to not jack to make sure you can e-jack <laughs> At the time, like within a time frame, yeah, that when is it's necessary. Acceptable. Otherwise, it's just this is going to go on too long. I'm not even sure I want to be here in the first place. Mm -hmm. So let's make this not take forever. Yes. Okay. Fair. Um. So where is so this is the shame is that? Yeah, because then looking back, you go, why did I even insert myself, literally and figuratively, <laughs> into that situation? Mm hmm. Um, do you know what the problem was? Can we get into that much detail? Like why you're not just like, this is sex and I'm going to jizz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> write that down as a title. <laughs> this is sex and I'm going to jizz. Um, <laughs> sorry, everyone. We're just writing down titles. So <laughs> why is it not that? Because that's what it should be. You, you set yourself up for that. And that's kind of like applicable to lots of different areas. 
right? This is the context. This is the thing, right? This is why, you know, and, and this is the goal. This is the context. This is the goal. These are the results that I'm looking for. This, you can, this is not just about jizzing. No, but how often, like what's the real ratio where you have sex or you, you, you get off and you go, well, I'm glad I did all of that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good, it, it, I would say. Does it ever live up to the anticipation? Sometimes. What's better, the destination or the journey? The journey. There you go. I, I think I've talked about this on, actually. I but as soon as you go, oh, this girl wants me to jizz. Right. Then it's like, okay, I'm done. Like, I don't even need to go the rest of the way. I go, oh, you want that to happen? You're willing to do that? I'm satisfied. See you later. Moving on. You just want jizzability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, increase my jizzability. Right. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Good job. Yeah. That's a portmanteau of jizz and visibility. So <laughs> a woman sees you. I mean, sees you physically, like with her eyes, but also sees your needs and says this guy wants to come i don't just see him physically i see him jizzically jizzically yeah so then it's just like that that need is met mm-hmm. and whether you well you're, because if you get out early then you go okay no risk no worries no concern no bad feelings that's right all the good things about it none of the bad have i ever told you about brothers that i have they just you're right ruin their lives <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I tried to, um, at one point in dating, when I was uh, here and before I came here to Western Pennsylvania, to make a policy to not have sex with women I would procreate, wouldn't procreate with, but kept finding women that I wouldn't procreate with who couldn't get pregnant. Had like a few of those. Like within a, a couple year span, but also, but also, are they telling the truth? Right, and there's that. And when you keep finding these women, you go, oh, "I'm not procreating with her." Right. At a certain point, don't you go? Well, maybe that bar is too high. No, the bar should be very, very high, and it takes a much longer time than uh, like the tests that need to be set up and run to know whether you're going to procreate with somebody could take a year for you to kind of like see everything that you need to see. I think you really have to like, so, so it almost becomes like you'd have to basically torture a person (laughs) to see like everything that, um, you know, they're capable of. And that's not a good policy and it's time consuming. It's not going to work out very well for anybody. If you're going, you got to hold off for a year until we have sex. Uh, no, that's not how the world works. Today. No, this is not. Yeah, that's and uh, Christianity. Nope, not anymore. Christians. Uh, well, I guess, I guess it depends. I'm not finding any inversely proportional relationship between loving Jesus and loving Dick, not having sex loving on Jesus. a second date, loving Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right. I I have I have seen a proportional relationship between I love Jesus and Jesus. Mm. 
Uh, a little bit of credit to Eric in the chat here. I think cum slut is a bad term for a good thing. I prefer the term Jezebel. Not bad. That's quite Not nice. Boy, this is the grossest conversation I've had <laughs> since April. So, um, but here's the problem, Brett. Yeah. Because every time that I end up in a scenario where I go, oh, I could jizz wherever I want with this girl. Right? Pictures of her grandparents <clears throat> on her nightstand. Nope. Nope. You can. Sometimes sure. You oh, can. you mean I could jizz on those? Jizz on yes. the pictures. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what'd you think I meant? I just thought you meant that's what I should think of. No, 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 no. If the mm. pictures are there, mm, I don't know. You don't I do think that of right the grandparents, away. not just the photos. Right, right, yeah. Um, no, that's not what I do. What actually comes in my mind is Brett going, don't have sex unless you want to have kids with this person. Uh, yeah. And then I go, yeah, I'm not going to have sex with this person. Mm-hmm. So then I act accordingly. Right. There's lots of things you can do besides sex. But, yes, but we're also mm. in Western Pennsylvania and uh, women here are kind of boring, kind of, like, compared to women elsewhere. Uh, haven't had the same experience. Really? Okay. Well, that's encouraging. But the problem is when I tell myself, not going to have sex with this person, mm-hmm. not even going to do anything without clothes with this person. Oh, okay. Why? Just because I have some little bread floating in my head. The Brett floating in your head uh-huh. would say, get naked. Well, get ready to jizz. Yeah, because like then I go, yeah, f- fuck you. And then I move on. Yeah. Get, fuck you, little Brett. Yeah. Floater. Yeah. Right. No, little Brett floater says, get naked. <laughs> get naked. <laughs> right. And get ready to jizz. Right. And if you want to, you can. But don't have sex until you decide. It's time. This is like 2019 puke in the gang talk right here. This was a rule that we made. It was incredibly successful. And I think it's a rule that needs to be followed. Because then you can also see what happens when you do that. Right? You learn a thing or two. This is, I don't, we're not shit testing. I mean, how could we shit test? We're men. We get shit tested. I can tell you what happens to me. We're, we're protecting ourselves from... Uh, having babies with strangers. Sure. Potentially. Yes. But what happens internally in my head is I go, well, this person seems great. Okay. I would sure like why, to Why have, do they seem great? And Because I have no evidence to the contrary. Okay. Uh, I could sure use a, a blowjob. Yes. Or some sort of jizz situation. Yes. Um, now, okay. I, if, You're right. I, if it worked, I would have. You're right. Yeah. Um, so I could certainly go for that, but I'm going to cut it off at sex. Right? Wait. What? <laughs> I'm going to stop things from progressing the whole way to sex. But did you get a. Did you get a. Did sure. You get a yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't said any of these words in so long. I feel like <laughs> I have to mumble them and whisper them. But. <laughs> When I have that mindset... This is a safe place, Brett. I go, oh, well, how much self-control could I exercise here? Yes. And then I take it further. Oh. And then I get down a mental mental trajectory of, uh, okay, I don't want this thing. I don't need to have this thing. Right. I don't want this. Yeah, and then no, I go, yeah, absolutely. why don't I want this? 
because I'm not into this girl enough to want this. And then I go, I'm not into this girl enough and I'm never going to have sex with her. And we never end up having sex. And I end up just going and continuing going through the motions without anything good coming from it because I sent myself down a mental path that led to ultimate destruction of whatever situation may have been built without the intervention of little Brett. Wait a minute. So you say, look, let's give this lady a name. What's a name that you like? Katie. Katie. Jezebel. Jennifer. No. Let's think of something new. Kendra? Okay. All right. Kendra, we're not going to have sex tonight. Then what happens? What happens is there's nothing she wants in the world more than having sex that night. Uh, right. Yeah. So it's not like, do you, do you feel like you've done this and missed the opportunity? Well, because I no. guess that could happen too. Because she's like, I could fuck somebody else tomorrow. That's not how I feel. Okay. All right. Well, everybody's different. I, so I don't know. So you, I mean, can we really like laser in on what the problem is here? for you and what's causing shame and twofold what we can do about it um you the first thing that you mentioned was you can't masturbate because then if you wind up having sex you will not ejaculate right or it just goes on longer than i particularly want it to and like it becomes a chore and it becomes work it this is also yes this happens Uh, But regardless of the sex or not, I still employ the same tactics to try and physiologically fool myself into wanting this person more than I actually do. By not checking. Right. Okay. So you're depriving yourself. I guess. Okay. And then still no good result as far as... Yeah, I don't feel good afterwards. Right. Sure. Whether it was sex or no sex, I don't feel good afterwards. And then I also uh, end up employing these tactics that make me not interested in the person whatsoever. So what is creating the bad feeling here? Uh, Possibly getting mixed up with women that are less than ideal. What else is there to do? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's something that has to be accepted. Yeah, there's a lot of thoughts that go, oh, what's wrong with this situation? Okay. Objectively, nothing. But here's the catch. We are people who are trying to grow, right? We're all trying to grow. Look at Puke. You can barely even see his face behind that microphone. (laughs) He needs to grow. He needs to grow. Look at him grow. All right. So we're (laughs) trying to be growth-oriented, and we've adopted this mindset in lots of ways. There's always room for improvement. So then you have to enter into this a calculation, right? Women that you're trying to have sex with take time. They take energy. They take resources. That does go back to the old trope from the early puke in the gang days of saying, we're lying in bed. We have jizzed. Post jizz. And we say, all that work? For this? Yeah. For this? We know what that feels like. So, then, we, in that moment, 
we realize like we've wasted time. That's how it feels. We've wasted money. We've wasted the water in our iron because we used it to make steam to get the wrinkles out of our pants. We've wasted batteries in our razors shaving parts of our dick. Whatever you do, like everybody has a different routine of preparation, but there's time. And the most precious resource that we have is our energy, right? I would say more so than time. Knowing how to purpose energy in the, in the best places at the right time. And if it's being expended in these kinds of situations, then yes, it does feel like an opportunity cost. And then you're almost angry at this poor woman who just doesn't know how to do the things that you want her to do. So she's a victim. Women are victims. Here, here's a hot take. Women are victims of us men. Here's a thought. Okay. You're overcomplicating this problem. Simplify it. I'm, I'm going I would to love for it to be simplified. It's taking I'm, time and energy nope. and resources. Super simple. Okay. Super simple. Um, the feeling you get after jizz. After, oh, I can, yep. Post jizz. Yep. Is nowhere near as positive as the feelings you get pre-jizz. So do we spend most of our lives pre or post-jizz? Ideally pre. Ideally pre. Yeah. Yeah, this is like uh, Dave Asprey type stuff. Remember he didn't come? No. Uh, Dave Asprey was like, I, do, I don't ejaculate. But this is also like no wanks. Like this has been all over the internet for years at this point. You preserve that energy, right? That passion. But what percentage of... What uh, good are you after you jizz? Right. And how many, what percentage of times after you jizz have you been like, yeah, I actually feel better about everything in general. Like, yeah. I'm looking forward to the future now. Yeah. But pre-jizz, when you're like, oh, there's a boob. Yeah. There's two of them. Yep. This is I, all nice. Yep. You're very excited about the future. Yep. But then post-jizz... No more excitement. Get away. And not only that, you go, uh, what's happening in my email inbox? Exactly. That's not, that's not hopeful for the future. I think I'm gay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get that drop. Oh, definitely get that drop. Get that drop, too. <laughs> so this is, this is a conundrum. So how do we stay Conundrum. as close to jizz, but in pre-jizz? This is the multi-orgasmic male. Have orgas what about having orgasms without jizzing? All right, Sting. Yeah. Uh, no, that's where you could just be like, oh, I am a vessel of service. And that is also where you end up not being happy. Yeah, you're not. I've been there. Don't be vessels of service. No. Do not. Because something goes off in your mind where you go, yeah, sure, I'd like you to walk away saying that was a great time, but I'm not going to walk away saying that no matter what happens Leave tonight. lives. My, well, part of my mission and purpose in life as Brett Vinod is to leave lives I encounter better than I found them. But that's not possible if they make your life worse, right? 
that's like not uh, a trade-off you can make, I think. So you have to be careful about that. You have to be kind of guarded about that in these situations. And you can't just be holding back jizz as an act of service. That's the last time I'm saying jizz. I'm coming up with some other word. I do not like the word jizz. I don't know how we got off on this jizz thing. Done saying it. The Jess's fault. Oh, yeah. Why? Did she start it? Yeah. Jess, you said jizz? But basically. At some point. The jack talk. That's what she said. Okay, jack. Okay, yeah. So, are we done simplifying? I guess. I don't know. I'm just not happy about any of it. Well, you know, retreat. Don't retreat. Retreat is the wrong word. Engage. No, now I sound like Jocko Willink. Also like Captain Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that was... Uh, Whatever. You know Picard. what I mean. Picard. Right. Fucking not a nerd. A uh, listener named Matthew in the chat says the Daddy Gang, which is a reference to another podcast that talks about jizz, is, uh, has talked about that extensively. Is that the um, <clears throat> orgasm without ejaculation that you're talking about, Matthew? Also, uh, you know, just for reference, some people have referred to this show as the female call her daddy. Yes. <laughs> Now, I think I actually did pull this off a few times back in maybe like 2014. Pull what off? Uh, this, ejac- uh, this orgasm without ejaculation. I'm pretty sure I did it. But there are some risks. And you've got a lot of tubes. And sometimes things <laughs> that are supposed to go one way go another way. And look. You came out your butt? No. (laughs) You've expanded the tube network beyond where it needs to be. Let's just stay with the main veins and tubes involved in jizzing. And I guess what happens is if you're, uh, man, I don't know all the terminology, but if you hold it back, it will just empty into your bladder and you'll pee it out. Okay, we have discussed this. And this was something But back. what's the difference? Why is that not jizzing? It is. Okay, yeah. And also, it, I don't... I feel like I've toyed with this idea um, because I had a friend in high school. He was a complete dirtbag. Complete shitbag. Mm-hmm. Yet... It's called retrograde ejaculation. <clears throat> well, Steve called it the squeeze technique. Oh. Right when you're about to come, just squeeze the life out of your dick. Mm. to prevent (laughs) physically uh, externally ejaculating. Mm -hmm. And he used to do that so he could jerk off anywhere, like when staying at a friend's house and not making a mess or whatever it might be. I never believed it. And and because this man was the man who promoted the squeeze technique, I could never follow anyone who suggests such a thing. This was the worst man. Okay. <laughs> so you never tried it? No. Well, uh, accountability for the next show. We could all do a Not squeeze. We, no, we all would Not have it. to do it. We would all have to do the squeeze. All right. You squeeze puke. Mm. I think we would just have to... He can squeeze you back. Well, and I'll stay here. No, 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 no. We all just do it to ourselves. So we'll try the squeeze. Thank God I'm in California. You hear us, listeners? Next, uh, next show, 
a review of the squeeze technique. Oh, Matthew, that's fucking brilliant. Uh, he said the ladies in Caller Daddy advise other ladies not to talk to their man for a couple few minutes after the jizz because they're in a moment of self-actualization. That is a brilliant idea for women because all you can do is fuck something up, right? Uh, yeah. Like if you just jizzed, if that woman starts on about something or whatever, there's no upside. There's only downside. Mm-hmm. You just got to sit there and take in your thoughts and let them pass. You can't be worried about whatever she wants to talk about, feeding the cat, or who knows. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, I'm just like sort of searching uh, the database there for what's the fastest somebody approached me with something unrelated after, but nothing is really coming to mind. But maybe I'll have something by the end of the show. I mean, it's one thing to like get down to business. Like, okay, now we got to cook some dinner. Uh, yeah. Like, that's one thing. Sure. But it's a whole other thing to say, like, oh, what do you want to do tomorrow? Because uh, then your answer is like, what? I want to just go take care of business. I don't want to do anything with you. Yeah. You think you're part of tomorrow? Right. That's <laughs> Today, <laughs> business. Tomorrow, business. Jizz yeah. <laughs> might be the right word. <laughs> Stop laughing with your nose. That was me. Well, I don't know. Are we coming up at the end of an hour here? I feel like we really uh, gave it hell in hour one, and probably would be good to regroup. And uh, but I know, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just here. I'm just in the background, so I don't make those decisions. Uh, what do you guys think? I'm fine with taking a break. I don't. My. Uh... My horribly uncomfortable chair is quite uncomfortable, so. Well, you know what? Standing up and taking a stretch might not be a bad idea. Because you guys want to take a break, I'm not going to let us. I'm going to bring up something else. Oh, all so, right. For anyone listening <laughs> to the podcast, if you don't tune into the live stream, you're missing out. Because we got a postcard of some delightful yes. human beings that are in various uh, vehicles. This postcard is from listener Gretchen. Who we love. And it is her family flying on an airplane attached to a kite. Uh, there's also a cat in the airplane. There's a little boy holding a kite string. Oh, I thought the airplane was attached to the kite. I see. And there's a yeah, Pontiac that'd be a weird way to fly a kite. driven by a dog and some cats that are drunk. This is the most delightful postcard I've ever seen in my life. And it says, appreciate y'all. Hope to see you in person in 2021. Henry... Steve and Gretchen addressed to the Portman Show family. Thank you. She said she sent that to me too. I got to find it in my email. I'm really looking do forward. Do you want to see the postcard? No. Uh, yeah, physically? yeah, I do. I well, I saw it sitting. I saw it sitting there. Oh, okay. But that was very nice. That's very nice. Oh, that. I'm gonna make this my desktop background. You got a dog and cat. <laughs> I wonder if these are their real pets. They what does this kid have? What does he have? A kite. A kite, and he is flying the plane. No, he's flying the kite. Sounds like a lot of photoshopping. Oh, yeah. Well, Gretchen is a graphic designer. That's true. I love this. That's a lot of work to put into your family, though. (laughs) She must must like them. (laughs) Unlike my photos, where I hate all of them. Right. 
thank you, Gretchen. Thank you for sending it to Portman Show. Thank you for sending a digital copy to me. I can't wait to find it and uh, really look at it. That was delightful. I didn't even get it till yesterday. It's very sweet. That's that's so thoughtful. And it's not yesterday because it didn't show up till yesterday. It's yesterday because I've been away. Oh, is that a transition to a new topic or it's a transition to the break? Oh, oh. <laughs> During the break, puke. Uh, uh, I guess I'll, uh, I'll I'll fucking think of something to put in as a promo. Maybe I'll put a promo in from your guys' uh, you know uh, recording in a car. Yeah, you fuckers. What? You fucking... And you fuckers hey, refers fuck. to the free people, not the paying people. <laughs> but you fuckers. Oh. Uh, man, if you don't subscribe to the PCL, you've been missing out on all of the content. All the content. Everything we've done for over a month almost has been exclusively PCL. It's not like we've been skimping on the shows, even though it might seem that way if you're only subscribed to the free side of things. But yeah. if you're a PCL subscriber, you got six shows over the course of, what, three days when we were in uh, Tahoe? Right? Puke? Yeah, something like that. Six shows there. It was over. Plus some solo shows from right Puke. Now. Plus two shows of me and Drew. Plus a discomfort zone. And, uh, yeah. And now you're finally hearing us on the free side. So if you're thinking to yourself, by the way, Jesus the, Christ, Portman Show, this is yeah. the first time we've heard you in a fucking month. Well, you're wrong. And you're just, you're doing it wrong. And people are raving about that discomfort zone. I am getting envelopes filled with jizz in the mail over that discomfort zone. <laughs> So I, I just from all different directions, really, really great feedback. But puke, please be cautious if you do cut a clip from that and that goes out as a main podcast because there's a lot of personal shit in that show. Uh, it explains. I believe that you guys, you yeah. guys already sent me a promo. I think. Mm, did you I send didn't. me a promo for that or not? I don't know. We we did not. Uh, but I could try okay. to cut one. I could try to cut one. But it is a discomfort zone about. Uh-huh. Uh, what actually happened between all of us, or w really with me, back in April, it turned out to be much more complicated and uncomfortable than we thought, but we hashed it all out um, in private and then into a recording, and now it is a PCL and everything is explained. Real-time review. That discomfort zone was one of my favorites. Matthew in the chat. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. But it's it's was very me centric, so because it had obviously a lot to do with me. Oh, I thought you said knee. Um, <laughs> filled with knees. Hmm. Uh, orthopedic uh, podcast. Yeah. So I'll try and maybe uh, either either cut a promo from that or any of the other P sales that we've done in in months. So, but I'll uh, maybe I'll just cut a promo where it just is just. You know, Andrew going like, well, we're going to call. That'll be it. Maybe that's all we need. LeBron I don't know if the connection died or. No, we were waiting yeah, for the drop. Yeah, there we drop. go. LeBron <clears throat> I've gotten good at waiting for Is drops. It? Isn't he dead? Who? Who died? One of them basketball people died. Kobe. Uh, LeBron is oh. very much alive. Yeah, and very loud. Yeah. Loud Bron. No, which. I don't know which one. I don't follow basketball, obviously. Got a break.
order to reboot the discomfort zone here, we need to talk about the situation or what happened that day and a lot of stuff that surrounded it. And it turned out, as I processed it over time, to be a much more complicated situation. I think this is going to be one of the most difficult conversations we've ever had on the discomfort zone. We've had a couple difficult ones. Yeah, we've had some tough ones. Yeah. I have to be careful about how we do it because of some of the surrounding factors. But I also think it's a really, really important conversation for people to hear about friendships, relationships, communication. Do you have to poop? Mm. No. No, that's good. I had to that's poo, a change. I'd have to pee. Wait, yeah, it is what a change. Is- it's been a lot of like... For like 10 days, Brett and I have been like, you have to poo? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Were you able to? No. How about you? No? Let me tell uh-huh. you a story about that's young sad. Alex. So we're... Oh, is that because you were in Florida? Five, four, three. Bring it in with that story. Welcome back to Portman Show. Hour two, episode 460. This is Brett. I'm here with James and Andrew, and oh, we're just in Florida. <laughs> and the last night we're there, we were just in Florida. Me and Brett, Brett and I, uh, Andrew and Brett, Andrew and Brett, Brett and Andrew, and Young Alex, Young Alex, and uh, the final night we're there. It's New Year's Eve. We're in Naples. It is beautiful. We're on a boardwalk, and the moon is nearly full, and there's fireworks in the distance. And the lighting is just perfect. I wrote about it. And I say, I have an emergency related to having to go to the bathroom. I announce it to the guys because we're comfortable with each other. And we've also logged lots of recorded hours talking about this kind of stuff. So... (laughs) Uh, we walk out on the boardwalk. There Now, there were some public restrooms, like this oasis, where I'm just like, this is going to be the most embarrassing night of my life when I don't make it to a bathroom, when we're like 30 minutes away walking and driving to this camper. Suddenly, this oasis appears of public restrooms. I go in there. It does not look good. It does not look good. By it looks like what doesn't uh, look good the bathrooms the toilets oh looks like the movie Train Spotting mm. so then there is a family bathroom family bathroom <laughs> I go in there I prepare and then immediately this what's involved in the pooperation you just you know you get into know. the right position oh you make sure your pants aren't up <laughs> and <laughs> underwear you, as well you make sure the place is clean enough. And then you sit there and you go, well, what if a family comes? And everything stops. Everything stops. So I get up. I go meet these guys on the boardwalk. Then it hits me again. I say, we got to go. We go. Uh, we get back to the camper where young Alex puts his head basically against <laughs> the bathroom door to watch TV. I say, well, this is never going to work. The next day comes. Andrew and I drive fucking 18 hours. Not more than that. We left at 5 a.m. Yeah. We arrived at 11.02 p.m. Yeah. Okay. So that's 18 hours. It's more than that. No, you're right. Not if you add. (laughs) 
<laughs> 18 <laughs> hours and two minutes, Brett. Yeah, 18 hours and two minutes. All right. So this is, uh, and then eventually it happened. Some, but considering how much of an emergency it was on New Year's Eve, the fact that it did not happen or the next day, it's just really a testament to how that whole system shuts down if the conditions are not perfectly right. But I didn't know how to, to, to approach that issue with young Alex. Like, Alex, I need you to go away from, you know, the bathroom door. At least by like a foot. Yeah. I mean, his head was right against the door. I was like, you're really close. So anyway, that didn't happen. But other than that, it was just a magical vacation. We, you know. You, you just, you got to do it like a, like a, like a bunch of army guys would do it where you would just say like, you're going to hear me shit. Mm. So if you want to keep your head right here and listen, go right ahead. Oh, here's he a might, challenge. He might move. Yeah. What if you try and lock eyes with a friend while you're shitting? <laughs> right, Andrew, you, you and I could do that right now because, look, we can only see each other's eyes. Yeah, we could shit in these chairs <laughs> and then we'll have no more, um, you know, self-induced constipation. Let's, let's just try to have it as close to the end of the show as possible. <laughs> so, uh, so, some of the, the hosts of this show have not, uh, not pooped in a bucket in the woods and it shows uh, while, while looking at other people. I, I did do that once. It was the night that I oh, learned about maltitol, a sugar alcohol. And oh. I sat there and ate a bunch of candies and went, could life get any better? This has no sugar. <laughs> and um, the truth was, that was the peak of that night. Life could not get any better. It got much worse uh, to the point where I was pulled over on the side of the road um, with a bucket that I had stolen from a construction site. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how I learned about maltitol. Why bother putting it in the bucket? What's that? Why bother putting it in the bucket? I don't. The bucket's more of like a a way to sit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to squat or lean against a tree. (laughs) Yeah, I've been. You guys ever shit while leaning against the tree? I have. Um, I've also been places where, like camping, and a man goes, and if you have to shit. The bucket's over there, and I just think, wait a minute, are they sitting on this bucket? Like, what's what's happening? There's no way I'm also going to sit on a bucket that another man sat on. I mean, it's similar to a toilet. Yeah, but there's something wrong on, about it's it. Just some, oh, okay. I don't know. I can't do it. I have seen some toilets uh, out on these these uh, like beaches or or trailheads for hiking out here in California. They have a they have a lot of these like they're kind of like fancy outhouses. It's a permanent building, but it's just you're just pooping into a giant hole. Oh, those are disgusting. They're bad. They're not good at all. Well, it's thank not, God I haven't had to poop in one of them. You can't do that in Florida because you're like if worse comes to worse, I'll always just go outside. But everything there is trying to kill you, so you can't oh, do yeah. that. You can't do that there. There's tiny little rattlesnakes. Oh, let's talk about this. Okay. Uh, first day in Florida. First full day. We arrive on Christmas Day, right? Yeah. We arrive in the afternoon on Christmas Day, and Brett and I have the coldest Florida stroll through Naples and uh, a dinner where I was just horribly embarrassed because we were dressed as if we had just driven a million hours. I had chocolate. (laughs) Did I ruin your story? (laughs) No. Okay. No, no, that's a great point, though. I forgot about that. Go ahead. So I am just really mowing down the Quest cookies for whatever the, the, the drive is. We did it in two shifts on the way down. And he's mowing them down. That's where he's eating them and meowing. Yeah. 
but um, really just spray it in the chocolate chips because they, they're the easiest thing to come dislodge from the cookie. So it goes between my legs and rolls down the seat, and I'm just moving around and then sitting on a chocolate chip. And I'm wearing uh -oh. tan-colored pants, uh -oh. and then it melts and makes a stain. And, and we're downtown in then Naples. Then we go for a stroll on Fifth Avenue in Naples, Florida. And if, if anyone doesn't... Uh, most of you probably haven't been to Naples, Florida. Naples, Florida is the exact opposite of Portland, Oregon, where uh, in Portland, the more shit on your pants you have, the more you fit in. <laughs> mm -hmm. In Naples, Florida, uh, it is the reddest place I've ever been with the fanciest people, the, the highest density of Bentleys. Yeah. And the highest density of nice restaurants, you cannot find an inexpensive or reasonably priced restaurant on Fifth Avenue in uh, Naples. So there we are walking up and down Fifth Avenue, looking like the worst people who have ever set foot on this street. Yeah. At the end of the week, my mint sent me uh, an alert saying you're 1,200% over your uh, restaurant and bar's budget. Ooh. Yeah. But I don't get because also I don't have a restaurant and bars budget that I knew of anyway. So. <laughs> um, but uh, this is why you should never wear light colored jeans or pants. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had Florida pants, by the way. Yeah, Florida Very pants. Light we had light, light materials, light colors. We yeah. pastels. No, um, I did. Oh, you did? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Okay, sure. Yeah, Robin's I feel like egg I, blue. I might have had a light blue. Yeah, I had a light blue. So. Anyway, um, we walk. Andrew says, you have a stain on your pants. It looks like shit. <laughs> but he says it like halfway through the walk. So then I have to like wrap a sweatshirt around because I'm so embarrassed. And we finally, we go to a restaurant. You can sit down, which covers the chocolate chip melted stain on your butt. And then that felt fine. And the maitre d' said, sir, I think your friend just sat his shitty pants on our seat. We did say when we got there, we said, are we dressed okay yeah. to be in this place? The guy goes, do you want to come in? And I go, only if you think we are dressed, uh, only if you'll have us. Only if you'll have us. That's basically what I told the guy. Right. I'm glad we went in. <laughs> we, we talked to nice people. It we was did. Christmas. Yeah. It was the least Christmassy Christmas I've ever Christmas. It was the least Christmassy Christmas ever. And it was nice. It was like in the 30s, though. No, not was by insane. then. Not it might have. I don't think so. Maybe it was that night. Your mom said it was warmer in New Hampshire. Yeah, it was warmer in New Hampshire. Interesting. But. That's kind of how it was out here. There was uh, it, it's like, I had no idea Christmas was coming. Like all of a sudden, I realized, oh, next week is Christmas because there's no there's no weather that lets you know anything is happening. It's it's very bizarre. Oh, good one, Matthew. In Florida, in Naples. Christmas was the most Hanukkah Christmas ever. That's true. Lots of jewelry, lots of expensive cars, and shopping. Mm -hmm. And men wearing clothes that they should be ashamed of as they waited outside the shops for their greedy, spendy wives. Yeah. So a lot of that. Is Naples a rich area? Is this what <laughs> extremely, we're getting at here? It's yes. extremely rich. Yeah, the houses there no. are amazing. There are no homeless. Not one. You know how, like, some places the homeless people will play an instrument and, like, beg, Buskers. beg for money? And that's somewhat enjoyable, right? It's better than the alternative where they just poop. Yeah. And Naples, and beg for money. there was an amazing guitar player with an amp who sang in Spanish, stationed at the most pictur picturesque little street intersection 
playing music that was just amazing. Brett, I don't think you were there for that. No. I think this was Alex and I walking, but it was unbelievable. Like, I thought to myself, this man must, like, he better be getting paid thousands. Yeah, and maybe he is. If he's accepted there, then that might work out. If you are a respectable homeless musician, then I would think you could you could make a pretty good living. Like, I don't recall well, exactly might, what he, he was wearing, homeless. but I'm pretty sure it was tuxedo or tuxedo adjacent. Okay, yeah, sure, that works. Uh, what else do we need to really share about Florida? <sighs> you Did guys, you guys get to see the Atlantic Ocean? Barely. Yes. When uh, we were in Miami, we saw it briefly. We went to Miami for a day. I um, The biggest thing I learned about Florida is I haven't been there since 2007. I lived there for a couple of years, for anyone who doesn't know, from 2004 until late 05, I moved back. Then in early 06, I moved back to Florida until late 06. Either way, I haven't been there in over 13 years. And going back to Florida made me realize that, man, if you're younger, you don't appreciate anything. All you fucking listeners that are young, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Whatever you have going on that's good, you're not appreciating it. I didn't appreciate anything in Florida. Nothing. And there's so much to appreciate. Eh. <laughs> yeah, is there? Yeah, I mean, there really is. It's really a magical place. <sighs> How magical can a place be where the steepest hill you can't even notice? That's, well, okay, so it's a different kind of landscape, but there's other types of magic besides hill. Are hills magical? Are mountains magical? Yeah. Very. Are they the only forms of topographical yes. uh, magic and natural magic? No. The sand was so white. Oh, who cares? But, but, so, okay, here's my point. Are, here's my point. I lived on Siesta Key, which is home to Siesta Beach, which is the number one beach in America, the 11th greatest beach in the entire world. Typically, yeah. And I doubt that. It, that's what it said when I looked it up on Wikipedia. Have I kept, you been to Black Sands Beach? I kept Shelter sa- Cove? I kept saying this, Warner? and then I kept saying, I kept thinking to myself, what if I'm full of shit? Where did I even hear this? So I wikipedia <laughs> it, and I proved myself right. I called my dad and asked, and he said yes. Yeah, Brett's dad said so. Oh, by the way, thank you, Matthew, who says LOL, jewelry, jewelry. Yeah, the, you said what we're all thinking. We know who the jewelers are. <laughs> so I lived less than a mile from Siesta Beach, the best beach in the United States. And I don't know what makes and? it so great. I think it's just the super white sand and the lack of waves and the clear water. Is that enough yeah, to make it's a probably, great beach? Well, see, but that, that's that's a subjective opinion because, uh, like, that's – if you want – what am I trying to say here? Um, it's a great beach if you want to lounge about in warm water without a lot of waves, I guess, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you want to photograph an elephant seal and be cold and see storm clouds and giant waves, Año Nuevo State Park, California. Yes. Best beach. That means uh, New Year State Park. Wow. <laughs> That's what it means. Oh, does it? Yeah. Año Nuevo? I, I didn't know. I just read the sign and said, oh, I see a tree in the distance. Let's check it out. And it turned out to be amazing. Oh, my God. And I found the most beautiful. Now I understand why people walk along beaches and just look for shit. Because I found, I think, what, what do you call it? An abalone shell? I don't know. 
is that the is that the that's the where uh, clam baloney that's... gets petrified. So I found a half of a shell. <laughs> um, that is the most fucking gorgeous, like uh, mother of pearl shell. Ooh. It's about like four inches, five inches long, and it was just there on the beach, being washed about in the water. And I picked it up and I said, "This is mine now." You need to uh, compare to my dick. Oh <laughs> yeah, surprise yourself. <laughs> I'll take a picture later. <laughs> let you guys know. Um, but no, I agree. Think- I think your beaches are far better because, like Siesta Beach, I uh, what do you do? You can't find abalone shells. You can't find anything on that beach. There's nothing to find. It's full of people. They pick through everything. If there if there ever was anything, all you can do is look at water and look at beach. And if you take a yeah. photo, you just go, okay. There's a sky. There's a beach. There's no definition there's no hills the best thing you got yeah. are the fucking man-made houses and they're not even that great <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't like beaches until i came out here and saw some of these these rustic pacific coast beaches with uh, do you know what a sea stack is nope it's a stack of like it's just a rock that sticks out of the ground and it's out there a little ways away from the the, the beach and it's it's fucking gorgeous except for the ones that are covered in bird poop which a lot of them are, but uh, you can find giant pieces of driftwood, the seaweed Brett talked about earlier, the the crazy black, you know, sand slash pebbles. It's great. What are the odds uh, that we'll ever be one of us is on the Pacific coast and the others of us are on the, the Atlantic <laughs> coast? I'm just sitting here thinking, going, where's Eric? What's Eric up to? Why isn't he chatting? <laughs> what this speech to? <laughs> That's true. The Pacific beaches do a lot more than than the than the East Coast beaches. Yeah. <laughs> East Coast beaches might as well be like a lake beach. Yeah, exactly. And and lakes are far superior to the ocean. <laughs> nice. I don't think Puke gets his own joke. No, I won't. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Give him a clue. Give him a clue yeah, what is, by doing oh, another okay. pun. <laughs> Give him a clue that uses another pun that he didn't realize that he used. I mean, it's, is he it said, more superior than Michigan? Oh, It's a little eerie. You can't lakes. figure this one out. Those lakes. The greatest of lakes. Fuck those lakes. I don't like those. They're too big. <laughs> Let's talk about Lake Tahoe some you more. You should buy a lake and name it Lake Inferior. <laughs> <laughs> there might be one out there. I don't know. There should be. Um, I, just, I thought it was pretty amazing that uh, you guys went to the, the the East Coast and I was on the West Coast. I don't think that'll ever happen again. And it doesn't matter. It's stupid. But we were mostly on the Gulf Coast. In yeah. fact, we were mostly in the intracoastal waterway there, oh. I would say. But my, my point yeah. was, though, like, I live there. And there's there's a lot of beauty. I wouldn't call yeah. it natural beauty. There's only so much of that. Why not? Like, palm trees are cool for a few minutes. For a few minutes until you don't. It's night, and then you don't see them, and then the next day they're cool again. Or, or when they get the lights that shoot up from them, that's not natural though. I shot so much beautiful video, puke of the sky, oh. just pointing my camera right at the sun, and I got some really <laughs> some things I was happy with. I put it on Instagram, and I uh, and that's why Brett oh, can't read that. anymore. Yeah, I mean. I figure if anybody should do it, it's me. I'm already the one with the worst eyesight. Mm. 
<laughs> Whose is worse? Mm. Oh, yeah, yours might be worse, yeah. Um, I mean, Andrew's is pretty bad, but he does at least wear fucking contacts. But what you do is you that. point your camera at the sun and then close your eyes. Or look, uh. block the sun with your camera, right? So then you're shooting the sun, but your eyes are in the shadows. I love what that you you're smoking a... in here, Andrew. <laughs> Shh. Don't, don't give it away. Um, There's a bug. Yeah, Brett, Brett is doing a technique called, I don't give a fuck about your rules of videography or photography. Well, this was the great, you know, this one of the reasons why I do this, see, here's how you talk about something that you do and sound like a cunt. I'm going to do it, demonstrate for you. It's kind of a, an homage <laughs> to the great cinematographers of the 60s and 70s who, for the first time... Like who? Uh, Laszlo Kovacs, uh, Gordon Willis. Brett is now just naming baseball players. <laughs> <laughs> Laszlo Kovacs comes to mind. And was he the guy who did Rosemary's Bebet? <clears throat> I think he was. I think he did that. He was movie. brother to Sonny Kovacs. Somebody want to Google that and see if Laszlo Kovacs Sandy did Kovacs. Rosemary's Bebet? 1968 Roman Polanski film. Um, but... In the old days of cinema, they were real by the book, you know? And if you, the sun flared the lens as they were kind of like passing too close to it, they would stop. But in the 60s and really in the 70s, in films like Easy Rider and, you know, anything maybe like, I can't think of other examples. Easy Rider comes to mind. <laughs> but it became kind of a popular technique to have the sun rays and all those little bubbles, those like sun bubbles appear. Yeah on film and that was um unconventional until these more renegade cinematographers took Sun over conventional so i'd like to do a little homage to uh yeah laszlo kovacs and such so those little spots are the internal reflections of the glass elements of the lens yes reflecting back and you know back and forth and then being picked up so those lens flares are generally undesirable but they can be useful because they give a sense of realism. And if you're, if you're that fucking jagoff that did, uh, uh, what was it, the Star Trek movies, where he went like uh, retarded for lens flares, it's kind of his thing. Oh, um, the Lost guy. He did Star Wars. He J. did J. Yeah, J. J. Abrams. He did Lost yeah. and Fringe and Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know. You know things on occasion that you just don't want to admit. No, it's because I went. Who did these new Star Treks? J.J. Abrams. And then I saw a new Star Wars and I went, who did this new Star Wars? J.J. Abrams. Something's not yeah. connecting here. We can't have the same guy doing both. We can't have the same guy monopolizing all the stars. So why the fuck are you in Florida? Uh, young Alex's uh, family winters down there. And young Alex invited us to go. And I used to live there and I hadn't been in a very, very long time because... When I lived there, I was an unappreciative little shit, and I went, this place sucks. There's no hills. It's like Ohio, yeah. but it's hot. It's Ohio. And uh, there is a beach, <laughs> but I don't care about beaches. What's so great about Florida? Wow, that's a I mean, <clears throat> to be fair to Florida, uh, Florida, okay, to be fair to Florida, Ohio is all the bad things about Florida with none of the good. Yes. Mm. And a lot of Florida sounds, sucks. I mean, you could say that the oh, state yeah. mostly sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, the people, 
at least the coastal people. I like the wealth. I like the wealth and the beauty and the fucking expensive shops. It's inspiring. The expensive restaurants, the expensive houses, the expensive cars. I love it all. I have never seen so many Bentleys. I saw at least three dozen new C8 Corvettes, which aren't that expensive, but still it's a new thing. What was the best car yeah. we saw? I mean, I'm pretty excited to see the new Corvette. Corvette. New Corvette? Hello? Hello? <laughs> new, 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 <laughs> new drops? Yeah. I don't huh? know what. Maybe we should practice this off the show. Anyway, the most amazing car I saw down there was definitely like the Rolls Royce convertibles. No, those are tough. But anyway, uh, the point is. Saw Phantom. I got to appreciate Florida. I went to, we went to South Beach in Miami. And South Beach is a pretty incredible place that most of Miami, I think, sucks. I really think Miami sucks. Ooh, ooh. You know what? I really liked all those Art Deco hotels. But South Beach is fucking amazing. South Beach. Because they won't allow these modern uh, post-1959 giant buildings to come in and knock down all these beautiful old Cuban style hotels. Yeah, it feels very Cuban. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, South Beach is pretty great, but it's a lot. It's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think Miami generally as a city is not not a great place to live. We left a restaurant without paying our full bill. Oh yeah. That was enraging. Oh, congrats. Do you remember the name of that place? I still need to write a review. Ocean's 10. Ocean's 10. Shitty name. Server uh, was an absolute disaster. 20% gratuity added, which explains the bad service. And uh, he was uh, Which he was also hysterical. explains why we did not pay the full bill. Right. And I wow. wanted to talk to a manager. I wanted him to meet us outside the restaurant. It was all outdoor dining on anyway. On neutral ground. On neutral ground. On the, uh, <laughs> what's that road there called? Ocean, Ocean Drive? Boulevard, Ocean Boulevard or Ocean Drive or whatever. Maybe Ocean Drive. Well, there was no cars. There was no cars allowed on Right. It shut down on the weekends. Oh, okay. So uh, have him come out, say, sir, we're not doing this 20% gratuity for no service. This guy did nothing that we asked. And he even gave, he made a fuss about the way I wanted my salad. I can, oh. which is not okay. Just do what I want. I'll pay for it. See, I wasn't that upset by it. I was more upset at uh, young, Al- young Alex's indecisive actions. Young Alex was indecisive, but he's so young. And indecisive. Well, he's, you know, he's a smart guy, but he just sometimes doesn't know the experience that he wants to have exactly. He's like, I just really want a Nuevo Añejo. Yeah. Or whatever it was. <laughs> a, and uh, no one Cuban. knew what that was. He wanted a That's Cuban a sandwich. But it wasn't a Cuban sandwich because we kept going to places that offer Cuban sandwiches and I said, they have a Cuban sandwich. Alex, let's eat here because we're fucking hungry. And yeah. uh, he just went, no, I want a Nuevo Añejo. Or whatever uh, whatever he was mumbling in he Spanish. He did keep saying a Nuevo Añejo. Yeah. Yeah. Not a Cuban sandwich. Right. But then we would walk up to a place <laughs> and look at the menu and you and I are looking at the menu and going, yeah. Looks good. And he wouldn't even look at it. He wouldn't even look at it. And, and we then, would just stand there indecisively. And I felt, no, there's no time I felt more uncomfortable. I would have felt more comfortable standing there with my dick out. See, this is, this is where you have to just, you just, you like, just go into the restaurant. If he doesn't want to go, he can stand outside or go somewhere else. No, no, no. We're there to be together. We're there ah, to be fuck. patient with each other. I tried. I, I stood there. I did my breathing. 
so many his times. Patience sounds like a problem. So often we were standing there in front of a man trying to hawk his restaurant trying to, to us, tell us or we'll a thirty percent off. He's like, I'll give you guys thirty percent off. Now is it just because it's a certain time and everybody yeah. gets that? Sure. But it feels special. But no answer from Alex is being provided. So rather than me uh, burst in a fireball of rage, I stood there and I went. (laughs) Here's the kicker, though. He finally gets his little sandwich that he wants. Guess what's in it? You'll never guess what's in this sandwich. Eel. Ham. Oh, Have you heard about ham? Wait, isn't that a Cubano? I don't know. Yeah, Cuban. Cubans have ham. Right. A man is searching uh, just a string, an endless string, a whole road that seems like it goes on for miles of beautiful restaurants for ham. And I just got I a like salad. ham sandwich. It's delicious. No, I got a fajita. Anyway, <laughs> I ate well. Boy, have I not missed going to restaurants with you people. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we did. We've had some great restaurant experiences. We did. Yeah. The very next oh. day, Alex and I, for, in spite of how angry Brett was at this Miami restaurant, the very next yeah. day, Alex and I went to uh, Sarasota, I Florida, wasn't with them that my day. former hometown, yeah. um, by ourselves. And we stumbled into a bar called Gilligan's, which was my dad's bar. And I walked in and I went, what was the Used big- to be, right? Yeah. What was the big deal about? No, no. He didn't own it. It's just where he went and got drunk. Oh, I see. Because he does like have bars now. Yeah, yeah, that's somewhere different. on the planet. But I walked into Gilligan's and I went, "What was the big deal?" And I went, "This place is awesome." And we had delightful service. It was fantastic. Could not have been happier. And I just wanted to spend the rest of my life there. And I went, "Man, I'm just like my dad. Just like my dad." <laughs> yeah. Also in Miami, everyone has fake tits. Even the men. And. <laughs> They are presenting them. And I felt particularly bad for this one man who was dining with his wife. Particularly. And his daughter. (laughs) Right? And this waitress, who was just a disaster. She had a terrible body, a terrible voice, a terrible face, and these outrageous fake tits. And she's really presenting them. And she's hovering over their table, which only enhances the presentation. And this dude is, like, trying to deal with this situation while his wife is closely watching him to see what he will do with his eyes. And I just felt really bad for him. And his whole family (laughs) because of these tits. And then this woman just walked around shouting in Spanish in the worst shrieky (laughs) voice. On a positive note. Yeah, Miami sounds awful. On a positive note, we went to the Everglades. We went to the Everglades. Not positive. The Everglades, for those of you who don't know, it's the worst place anybody can go. I've never been to a worse place than the Everglades. What was so bad about it? Have you been to the Middle East? (laughs) The desert is nice. (laughs) I like the desert. You didn't like that little walk that we went on through on that boardwalk? No, because after about 38 seconds, you go, okay, there's nothing left to see here. Beautiful uh, flora. Olympkin. 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 Is that that a midget that gives you candy? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. We never saw one. But Uh, no, Olympkin is a delightful little bird with very long little legs that are very skinny, but a nice plump body. And I wanted (laughs) to see one and I wanted to talk to it and make a video and say, hi, Olympkin. Hi, Olympkin. Hello, Olympkin. But all I got to do. The videos. The videos Brett could have made with this elephant seal 
that I saw. Yeah. Hmm. Go so, right up to it and feed it limpkins. The Everglades. <laughs> we can list off all the flora and fauna that exist in the Everglades, but I submit that almost anywhere else on the planet has more spectacular flora and fauna. You did not seem happy there. And it is traversable. Yeah, I was having like an existential crisis. What was it? Crisis? Why? why? Because I had been to the Everglades. I know all that the Everglades has What's to offer. alligator? Had you ever seen one? Yes! I, I lived in Florida. Okay. Every golf course has alligators. Okay. Alligators are just golf course decor. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Georgia and I've seen alligators. See? Like, just fuck around everywhere. <laughs> right. It's, an, it's a non-thing. It's... Allig- seeing an alligator is like slightly more interesting than seeing a plant. Mm. Have you seen cattle? <laughs> I They're like know. Florida cattle. It was my first one, and he was real sleepy. So I would have liked to. <laughs> They're all seen- real sleepy. I, yeah, I don't know. I would have liked to have seen him do something. They don't do anything. I know. <laughs> They're plants. There was a perfectly good like bird he could have eaten. They're scaly, dangerous plants. Um, I get it. Yeah. But it was neat. It was good to like, I went to the Everglades and I say, I want to make an alligator video. You guys wanted to go on a hike in the Everglades. Yeah. That's not even a thing. Yeah. You'll sink. Yep. (laughs) Yep. No, I I agree. Driving through that alligator alley area, that was pretty dreadful. That's the the Everglades. Yeah. That's all there is. Right. There's a fan boat or two. There's some gators. Supposedly some panthers. That's scary. And, uh, yeah, some birds. Uh, I feel like uh, Cape Canaveral would have been interesting to see in Florida, but you guys probably weren't anywhere near it. No. We did go on a boat. We almost got stuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw pictures that you guys at some point were on a, did you, I assume you either rented or stole a boat, um, and you were, you were driving it about the ocean or what? Uh, the, the, the story coastal waterway and then some canals because the cool thing one of the cool things about florida is that the rich people uh not only have streets in their front yard but they have canals in their backyard that's that's fancy and you can like you know how you can drive a car up a street and look at the fronts of houses i've heard of this you can drive a boat up a canal and look at the backs of houses and the boats out backs of houses this was one of my favorite activities and sites was being in these little canals it was a little chilly it's a little chilly a little chilly also we went to this beautiful beach called lido key which with is, the amish yeah fishing what now fishing amish. amish in florida so we anchor the boat and then we jump in the water and then we have uh no towels so <laughs> do the do the amish have like uh, uh boats that are pulled by manatees to get around we didn't see like a manatee. It's, it's, it's a canoe pulled by manatees no but that would be cool. you know how the amish have have you know carts oh horses? i was thinking like inuits and dog sleds oh yeah I was trying to make a an Amish joke, but yeah, fuck you. Guys. Yeah, I think I think the Amish would use a manatee, but like the people who were in a race would use seals or dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. Do you think Just Santa the... switches to dolphins when he's in Florida? <laughs> I don't, they don't I'm sure fly. They can't fly. They don't need. A, there's, a, there's the ocean. He goes in the canals. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> now, one of the worst things that happened there was this movie that we saw. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, what, what? Other, what else do we have to talk about about sites and destinations? If we have anything, 
let's go for it. But we and Florida wasn't as bad as I remembered. Oh. Also, uh, I'm glad I don't live there mm. because <sighs> no matter how amazing the place is, I go. I would say Western Nevada along Lake Tahoe, the Reno uh, Valley around there. Yeah, uh, was it Reno? Carson City, Carson uh, Valley. Uh, Reno's uh, near. <clears throat> Outside of the Carson Valley and Bend, Oregon, and all of I- northern Idaho, um, and a lot of Colorado, I have never been anywhere where I went, I want to live here more than home, more oh. than western Pennsylvania. When I get back to western Pennsylvania and also western northern horse vagina, I just go, yeah, I'm comfortable here. Oh. I'm afraid of nothing. I feel at ease at home. We were four <laughs> and a half hours from home. And I just felt good. I might have a new business partner in Horse Vagina, and it's not who you think. Is it a man? No. It's an old man. It's a woman. (laughs) From? Horse Vagina. (gasps) Because you would think, like, the most likely business partner for me in Horse Vagina would be the man from Horse Vagina. Yeah, he's he's the only man we know. Because he's me. Rich, yeah. <laughs> no, I have a meeting with a woman who does. Uh, she has a parenting course, and she does Facebook ads, and those are two great things for me. So last that's coming time, up this week. Last time I had a meeting with a woman from Horse Vagina, we had sex. Did you jizz? Yeah. How'd you feel after? Not good. Yeah, it's hard after you jizz. It's like, what was I even doing? Yeah. I go. I really just like your land. You right, we bye. are on to something. We're not the first people who've been on to this, but this like staying pre-jizz as long as possible. It's dangerous. Who's ever happy post-success? It's dangerous because you might wind up like falling in love or something. Pre staying pre-jizz? Staying pre-jizz. Because you're like, oh yeah. your tit. Look at your tit. Yeah. It's amazing. But that other one, not so good. <laughs> The no, first no, no. one, not pages. All oh, right, they're both amazing. It's like I love your tits; how they're different. So <laughs> makes me want to jizz because that's all I think about right now. So yeah, pre-jizz is dangerous. You gotta. This is something I think that's going to require more exploration in 2021 on the show. When do you jizz? <laughs> before noon. Day. If you're ever going to do it, do it before <laughs> noon. Don't do it after nine drinks. I don't think I too much drunken jizz. What's hey, huh? What's the drunkest we've all ever ejaculated? I can't remember. Mm. That's how drunk. Because usually when you're really drunk, you can't. You don't. But I don't remember if I did. I, I, I. Why was I so interested in having sex with all these girls in college if I couldn't jizz? Because yeah. I wanted to love them and appreciate them by not jizzing. No, you wanted the ego boost of them wanting to have you jizz. That's right. You yeah. said that's all. That's just what I said. Their that, commitment. Once you achieve that, you're good. All you, can you go need home. is the commitment. I'm here to make you jizz. They the say. commitment. 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 <laughs> yes. Andrew has and a right long list of potential titles written down. <laughs> so we watched this movie called Brawl in Cell Block 99. It's a couple years old. It stars Vince Vaughn. Oh. Don Johnson of Miami Vice fame has a beautiful little uh, supporting part as the warden of this very bad prison. This movie has perplexed me for almost a week at this point. 
And in spite of whatever Brett might say about this movie, I like it. I like it too. It I don't really need to watch qualities. it again, which is what I said before we watched it again. Okay. Wait, you watched it again? <laughs> you watched it yeah, again. I, I'd seen it before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've only seen it one time. There were really like troubling things about it. So should we just give Puke a rundown on the plot, I guess? Sure, Puke. Did you see uh, Bone Tomahawk? Yes. Same director. I have seen that. Same uh, okay. feel. Same anxiety-induced anticipation. Mm. Okay. Same discomfort. Yeah. Uh, same no Indians? level of gore. Gore. Oh. Was it same the same level of I level got bored and of violence? Less level of Kurt Russell. Got... Oh. Higher level of bored. Vince Vaughn. So Matthew in the chat says Brawl and Cell Block yeah, 99 continue. is a certified racist film movie. What is racist <gasps> about it? I don't know. Because Mexicans are drug I didn't dealers? know the racist certified. Isn't a Mexican just a white person? <laughs> kind of. Like they're, they're Caucasoids. No, no they're, the, they're, the more, they're more like Native Americans. They're more like Native Americans. Um, but yeah, sorry, uh, Mexicans deal drugs. I mean, um, the, the film was going for a certain degree of realism. And um, yeah, so Vince Vaughn is this kind of down on his luck guy. Loses his job. Had been a drug runner previously. He's kind of walked away from that life. He's walked away from addiction to, I believe, alcohol is, was his thing. He was a drinker. He's recovered. Yeah, he doesn't run away from things. He walks. He's got a wife. She's having trouble having a baby. She had a miscarriage. They, um, the movie kind of starts here with him losing his job, going home, finding out his wife has been having an affair. Right. So Vince Vaughn's character, who... One of my criticisms of Hollywood, both in film and in television, is there is a dearth, a lack of strong, respectable male characters, right? It's why we've had to replace them all with fucking ridiculous superheroes. Because <laughs> there is but not no the female superhero. You know, there is that I really respect. And they don't have to be Rambo, they don't have to be Arnold. They don't have to be Charles Bronson. They just have to have, you know, control. They have to have these certain qualities. Like, those, those things are kind of, like, disappearing from the entertainment industry. So yeah, we, I can't think of one example right. that I've seen since Bruce Willis in the 1993 film Striking but Distance. Yeah, they have to get, uh, you know, stung by a bug, or they have to uh, have yeah, a suit. that's just by chance. yeah. Right. So so it's like all of these things or, you know, toxic waste or radiation or whatever. It's just like to, to be heroic is they can't just be heroic. So Vince Vaughn. Uh, well, fuck. I was going to say, uh, have you seen Christopher Nolan's movie Tenet yet? No, I was actually going to mention that because that is definitely a movie that I want to see. Um, He's a that main character is a pretty strong male dude i don't like he doesn't have superpowers but there's the weird like time time manipulation was thing, he as strong as michael keaton when michael keaton played batman yeah uh, no good but this is not I a, don't, a batman I don't, movie i know <laughs> all right so continue in walks vince vaughn he's got a lot of really good qualities in this film right 
like he's composed when he needs to be. And he throws his fist and fucks shit up when he needs to be as well. So, like, the very beginning of the movie, he looks at his wife. She's got a hickey. And he finds out she's been having an affair for about three months. And tells her to go inside. She goes right inside, which also, I don't know, I like that. He's like, go inside. She walks inside. And then he beats the shit out of her Mitsubishi Eclipse with his bare hands. He smashes the mirrors, he breaks the windows, the windshield, pulls the rear view mirror off, pulls the hood off. I think he even digs the lights out. I feel like tools would make that easy. I know. I don't think that was the point. So what I realize is it's this is creating the visual language of this film that's important. Is This guy likes to punch and has a packs a punch when he punches. You know, he tears it. Apparently has invincible fists. Yeah. He has has a... um, Away with fists, right? He's uh, strong and ready to use these fists. And then he goes in, he sits with his wife. And his uh, conclusion, his solution for the cheating is we should have a baby. Let's try to have another baby. Sounds like a bad idea. Sounds like a very bad idea. And he just articulated why that uh, he is not fit to have a baby. Uh, he has a house that's a pile of shit. He has uh, one old Trans Am and one beat-up Eclipse. Mm. He has a wife who is not loyal. He has a history of substance abuse, as does she. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has no income. She, I don't even think, ever alluded to a job. Yeah. No, she might. We don't know. Uh, but then... They he, sound like Biden voters. So he's going to go back... No. He's not. He's no. like, uh, he's a he's thinker. He's a patriot. Yeah, he's a patriot. Oh. He's got flags. Two up. American flags. He's thinking, and he's thinking, right? He says, what do I need to do to solve my problems? He makes some very bad choices, and then he says, well, I'll go back to running Crystal, or whatever he does. So he becomes a drug runner for this old guy. Healing crystals or meth? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know the difference. I don't even know if it's not cocaine. Or I think he vibrates them. Right. <laughs> so he winds up getting caught. And he won't rat because it's trying to establish like that he has principle, that he has rules, that he has these things that guide him. And he knows the right decision to make in any situation because he follows principles. So you want to like this guy. You want to root for him. But then he won't rat on his boss, which is the right thing to do. And he goes into prison. But because he botched this uh, drug handoff thing... The Mexican gang wants revenge, so they tell him, they kidnap his wife, who cheated on him, and is pregnant, and that's a complication that is now just occurring to me, and says, you have to go to the worst part of the worst prison and kill a guy who's there. Wait, wait, this part's just occurring to you? That his wife was pregnant? That this was his motivation? It made Does this me... destroy your entire anger towards this movie? Not entirely, because... It's, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Get into argument. your anger here. I felt like it took this guy that had all of these heroic qualities. He smashes people's faces until they don't even look like faces. Just like they're an eclipse. Right. He breaks arms. <laughs> he, he gives Just like they were mirrors. Compound fractures. Just like, like they were headlights. Because what, when you see him beat up this Mitsubishi eclipse, you're saying, what is the deal? Why is he doing this? This is so weird. Then you see... He can dismantle an eclipse like he can dismantle a human. Exactly. 
right? So then you go, oh, there's a story here. And you actually have to like make some conclusions about this character based on his behavior. So he's the, the filmmakers, the writer and the director, they give him a lot of smarts, right? And, and then you kind of have to make your own conclusions about him, which I really like. And it, I, I think that actually like speaks to the film being good because at the end of it, you go, well, what the fuck? This guy, he winds up sacrificing everything for this woman. So it's like strong male character thanks gives it all up for this woman who, who, who cheated on him. And it really was like, huh. Now the baby, yeah, okay. So she's pregnant and the guy comes to the prison. He's like, we have this special abortionist from North Korea or whatever. And he's going to go in there and take your baby's limbs off. The best part of so the movie was, was the disappointment in the abortionist's face. <laughs> when, he can't, when he can't do the abortion. When he can't do the abortion. He can't do the severing of the limbs. So, okay, that is a factor that you don't want to have a baby born missing. Like, I think the worst situation is missing right arm, left leg. I mean, what a weird looking thing. Wasn't going to miss both <laughs> arms and both legs? No, it would be oh. two limbs, oh. they said. But they get to pick. I don't think you get to pick as the dad. I think the torturers pick. Mm. Makes sense. Because what would you what would you do? If and, you, and even if you did get to pick, would you be like, okay, whatever I pick, they're gonna go with? Or would you be like, oh, I'm a little reluctant to pick here because if I pick something, they might go with the opposite. Right. What do I pick? So the guy that he's supposed to go to cell block ninety nine and kill isn't even a real guy. They just put him there to basically torture him. Yeah. But he pays the ultimate price to free his wife from these kidnappers um, who are the Mexicans. And that ultimate price who, course, was taking a poop while locking eyes with his captors. Did he poop while locking? <laughs> no. <laughs> he pays the ultimate price with his life. Spoiler alert. I should have said spoiler alert first. Sorry. But, um, yeah, it just really disappointed me. Oh, yeah. Sorry, puke. Because here's a guy who could basically literally punch his way out of a maximum. He, he basically gets to a point where he can punch his way out of a maximum <laughs> security prison. And he doesn't do it. He could have gotten away. And I don't know. I just... Re, I, but I his really baby struggled. would have been delimbed. If you had to pick two limbs for your baby to lose, which limbs would you pick? I know. The dick and one leg. A dick is not a limb. It's an appendage. Oh. Maybe the captors wouldn't know the difference. Mm, I don't know. If the guy's a doctor, he knows the difference between a but dick and a limb. he doesn't speak limb. English. I know, but he I still knows. There's, there's a lot left to interpretation. They have dicks in Asia, and they look nothing like legs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure he knows the difference. So anyway, I don't know. I mean, you go, legs? I'd like to have two arms. Yeah, yeah. You, you can you can get around without legs pretty yeah, yeah. easily. I nowadays. would keep the arms. Yeah, I would keep the arms. Definitely and that way they the can arms. do more things. Like maybe they can't play the drums, but they could play yeah, the guitar. With no with no legs? Yeah. How? You could just hook up sticks to your hip joints. Mm. Uh, that could hit. Your a legs base? don't articulate nearly to the degree that your arms do. But so sticks could supplement uh missing legs. Have you seen these runners with legs? 
you don't see like swimmers with a with with one arm missing. Yeah, but hitting a bass drum is just a movement at, with your. I mean, it's really your ankle. Yeah, that's working. There. But if you that's just have a yeah, joint, you, you could just poke. You could make a pedal that goes to your your stub. You still got that dick if it's a boy. Mm-hmm. What can yeah. that dick do? You can what play murder ball if you don't have legs. That's right. Having two arms is good. It gives you more option. You yeah. want to write. You want to. You want to type. Up. Oh, you want to be an author. Jack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're gonna try and jerk off with just two legs. <laughs> I'm gonna try that. Not easy. <laughs> I don't like feet enough. I would lose my boner instantly. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Put some nice coconut oil on your foot. Ugh. Uh, I. I have to work on flexibility for that. I don't know. So, anyway, I don't know. I mean, I found the film overall, like, disappointing at first, but now it's just really, like, thought-provoking. Because it's like, yes, thank you for the strong male character. Why does he pay the ultimate price for this cheating wife? The yeah, ba- Brett was real angry about it, but now that he forgot there was a baby involved... It just made <laughs> me say, like, here's a great man. Here's a man of principle. Oh, but in the end, look, he's just disposable, too. I get that. But uh, I don't know. Doesn't part of you feel like if you're going to go down, you're going to go down fucking shit up? Go down fucking you want shit that? up? Yeah, you want to go down fucking shit up. Yeah. But not for somebody who cheated on you. Right. You know? Yeah. But he kind of blew it at the beginning where he's like, oh, you cheated on me? Let's, um, let's work this out. Let's have a baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's stupid. He was like, every everything we've been doing has been wrong and not working out. Let's just do more of it. But that was another twist, too, because he's like down and out, right? So you have this big, strong guy. He's Vince Vaughn. He's tall. He's bald. He's got some kind of cross tattooed on the back of his head that you maybe think he was part of like some white nationalist thing at some point. We don't know. He's very vincible. He's got a story. And they keep showing you this tattoo, but they don't talk about the tattoo. He's measured in all of these situations. But if he needs to smash up an eclipse, he'll do it at the right time after he sends his wife inside. After he says, you go inside, and she goes. Instead of punching her face. Instead of punching her face. Mm. So there's all this stuff to like. But on that day, he had lost his job. He comes home from losing his job, so he's supposed to be at work, finds out about the cheating wife who's not expecting him to come home. He's worthless and workless. In the weakened position, he says, I don't have a job. My house is shit. I can't get cream for my coffee. I can't get cream. He does a whole thing with milk cream and non-dairy creamer that really just affected me for how true it was. (laughs) Never get the cream. Go to Starbucks. Try to get the cream. You're always getting skim milk when you pick up those little canister things. Yeah, earlier today, I don't know what that gay man grabbed, but that was not a jug of cream. What gay man? That gay man who gave me coffee. Oh, it's Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was funny, by the way. There's there's like a spiral of cars around Starbucks waiting for the drive-thru. Like, in Butler, Pennsylvania. In Butler, Pennsylvania. I'm right? so glad I live here right now, though. And he just... <laughs> Andrew walks in and walks out like two minutes later with a coffee. I walked in. There's not one person, not one customer in line, yet there's about 18 cars in the drive-thru. But that's how you're going to get COVID. Uh, also... I'm sure across the street at Long John Silver's, there was 36 cars. Yeah. Oh, that's that's where the real poor people go. It's not that they're poor. It's that they Fried fish they don't like John's. to exit the vehicle. They don't like to put down their cigarette. And they don't like to watch what they're eating. 
I mean, Long John Silver's is just depressing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I, I feel like that restaurant. I'll tell you, though, Butler is far less depressing than uh, many other places. I mean, not. Uh, I mean, Florida was great as far as, you know, how red it was. Yeah. But uh, Oh, try Manhattan. I was there a month ago. Oh, really? That Yeah, that was bad. Was it a ghost town or? Um, yeah, I mean, compared to any other time that I had been there, like just coming into the city was very eerie. Um, huh. Yeah, we went. Uh, I went in with a group of people to um, collect books. Long story uh, from a guy who died, and his apartment was being basically everything in there was being cleaned out. So we wanted all his books because uh, he was an author and he had a very eclectic uh, book collection of lots of yeah. like, hard-to-find shit. So you we did a in, show about this, didn't you? You can say his name. Oh, John, yeah, John Taylor got him. Um, I think most of our listeners know who that is. Oh, sure, yeah. So uh, we drive in the U-Haul truck, and it was amazing, just like all these thoroughfares that were empty. Hmm. I saw a billboard. There was a billboard for tofu, which is already ridiculous, and it said something like, tofu didn't cause the pandemic. <laughs> Which I really, like, had to think huh. about, but I think it was a reference to, like, the pandemic coming from the wet market. Like, the pangolin. Oh, China. China yeah. virus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe that was some kind of Asian neighborhood where they thought something like that would be really funny. But, but I thought tofu was Japanese. Yeah. As far as I know, food. Well, it's a substitute for meat, right? <laughs> Supposedly. So meat caused the pandemic. No. People want to eat little pangolins. People want to eat... What else do they eat? Bats. Monkeys. Monkeys. Oh, yeah, bats. Yeah. So mm. if you don't want... Like, you're hungry for a bat, but you can't find a tofu that replicates bat in a way that you find satisfactory, you're not looking hard enough because it's out there. So that was the point of the billboard I deduced. But yeah, Manhattan was really sad, and I actually, like, we came back here, and I've been here for a couple of days now, and I love it here. I drive around with Andrew going, I love it here! And I go, well, you yep. don't know what it's like. What? You haven't <laughs> interacted with these people long enough. I want to interact. Yeah, Andrew Andrew is all like, uh, I, I fucking hate Butler, and it's, I never would want to live here, but now you love it. I love it in the context of the past several months. Yes, indeed. Yeah. It is really nice to be in a place where people, like Florida was the same way. It's nice to feel like the world is normal. Yeah. Is it? No. But yeah. it's nice to feel sometimes, just optically. Yeah. Optically. Well, that's, that's, that's why like, like driving around and going to these beaches has been uh, really nice. I, I would probably be far more depressed if I didn't take the, uh, the time to get out there and see some nature and be the fuck away from this stupid ass city. Yeah. You should be That's grateful that you can uh, experience nature. It's a little chilly and wet and muddy and slushy and shit for that. Well, it ain't exactly super warm out here on the beach. It's like 40 degrees or 50 degrees and the wind's blowing. And then I get too close to the ocean and an angry wave comes and sloshes all the way up to my fucking knees. And I think I'm going to die because the riptide's pulling me back out. Oh, and for those of you who haven't been paying attention, <laughs> if you look up Doomsday Device on Facebook or go to doomsdaydevicephoto.com, is that it? Yeah. Um, yes. You can see Puke in his, um, what I can only describe as practice for OnlyFans. 
Uh, where oh, you're just, talking about the photo of my feet? He's just continuously taking these foot photos. He's like, <laughs> here's what my feet look like in this water in Idaho in these springs. Here's what my feet look like in this water in the Pacific Ocean. Here's what my feet look like surrounded by black sand. Here's what my feet <laughs> yeah. look like surrounded by pebbles. And I just go, uh-huh. Jesus Christ, what is with you? You, you say all yeah. these self-deprecating things about your photos, but not one negative thing about your feet photos. Here's another one. This is from four days ago. It says, Black Sands Beach, period. This is Doomsday Device on Facebook. Again. On Facebook. I, again. Or Instagram. Period. I missed... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably transferred from Instagram. Parenth- parenthetically, I missed adding this photo when I made the last post. The Instagram interface is a pile of crap, on parentheses. And then some good use of hashtags. Beautiful photo. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful photo. Thanks. The color in this is amazing of the raves rolling in. New revision, new caption. See everything white in this photo? It's all my jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like this. All right. I'll, I'll start. Uh, I'll hire Brett as my caption writer. Just add, whenever you have something negative to say, just add my jizz instead. <laughs> um. The ocean is my jizz. Speaking, I was five hours away when I got my my, jizz? my boots. No, my boots and my filled with my jizz? pant legs and my socks filled with jizz water. There you I go. mean, it is fish jizz. Um, so you know how you always yelled at me for having expensive wool socks. I've never yelled at you for anything. Yeah, fuck you. You have. <laughs> anyway, these wool socks uh, really paid off. A couple of times that I've got my feet soaking wet with in jizz? fish jizz. Yeah, <laughs> fish jizz. Um, but yeah, the lesson learned. If you're going to go to the beach, uh, bring a change of socks and shoes and maybe this, a towel. This episode uh, definitely holds the record for most uh, <laughs> highest number of usages of the word jizz. It's uh, for jizz any count. piece of media ever. Used for to, any piece of media <laughs> ever. Somebody in the jizz. chat, fact check me, find the record. <laughs> Just Google most jizz record. References of the word jizz in any piece of media, any format. We set the record. Especially if you're female. Just Google jizz record. <laughs> jizz and just record. do a deep dive into jizz record. Please. <laughs> so we want to I think that you might you might be able to get a, a transcript off of the, the YouTube live stream, and then you can uh, uh, control F and search for jizz every I, time it comes up. Yeah. We'll get a, we'll get a word count. Mm, and I think <laughs> we just have to talk like slowly so the uh, jizzes are picked up. Yeah. Well, so the software learns our voices. So I'm just going to oh. say. So they can recognize each time we say jizz. Jizz. Or jizzed. We should all probably say it. Jizz. Jizz. But separately. And let's go alphabetically by first name. Okay. Okay, so who do we start with? Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, alphabetically. Let's go reverse alphabetically by last name. Jizz. Jizz. Oh, by last name, you fucked me up there. All right. One, two. Three. Jizz. Jizz. There's the intro. <laughs> we did but it. on the show. We did it. But it's on the show. Yeah, I know. But that's fine. People will love it. And it's like a teaser. It's yeah, a, a teaser. Little... I like teasers. Teaser. I do teasers. What a great 
thing to do today to be on Portman show. And um, 2020 was a very educational year. And I hope oh, you're acting just, like this is the end of the show. Oh, wait, we have to do more. We have to eat dinner. Just, oh, oh, what do you want? Oh, puke? Wow. Brett's back. He wants dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, like, fuck you, dumb fucks that are like, oh, it's 2021. It's going to be so much better. Oh, it's going to be. I have yeah. heard so many people talk about, like, thank God this year's over. This new year is going to be so much different. Fucking morons! That's like the level one of calendars. It's the ar- it's it's a stupid, arbitrary like mental game people play where they think that like oh, this number that we've invented has changed. Like it's nothing's gonna change. It's gonna be worse. I think Nick said at the last show he did, and he's right. There's no reason to have hope unless you had a bunch of Bitcoin, in which case, uh, good for you. <laughs> well, there's that, but there's also like. This is, uh, you know, I have hope. Brett's pointing to himself. For anything around me? Oh, no, no. It doesn't look good. But I, you know, I went to this thing in New York, this uh, group of friends thing, and this dude who was very blackpilled, he said, the primary project right now is preserving your own sanity. And he said it just like that, cold oh. as ice. And I went, wow, that's really powerful. That's good. But you're yeah. right. You're right. So, you know, focus on yourself. Make your life better. Get ready to survive in this craziness. I mean, what a project. <laughs> Get ready to grow in this craziness. Now, that's a good point. Because, yeah, I, I mean, this last year should have uh, really made people think that, like, okay, I can't do fuck all with uh, anything except for my own life. You really got to figure out finances and savings and having a bottle of water nearby for when the stupid fucking planet ends or something. I don't know. Oh, fucking financing and savings and stuff. I just I made a mind map so I could uh, describe to Brett what's happening. I love it. I want to make one for me. It's fucking ugh, Jesus. Um, so like an MRI? No, a mind map. That's what an MRI would be if it was up your head. Oh, I get it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so here's a more important subject than the future and then oh. uh, what happens to the world. This is far more significant. I'm going to ask a question of both of you. So I'll start with Brett. Brett, mm. what is Instagram? Instagram is an app now owned by Facebook where you can share photos and memes with your followers. What else do you need to know about it? Okay. Puke, what is Instagram? Instagram is a app that used to be about sharing photos, like Brett said, but because Facebook owns it, it is turned into a pile of shit, and it is mainly an e-commerce site where you are fed ads endlessly and um, also, if you make the mistake of looking at hashtags that people put in to their photos, for instance, you go to a place like uh, the, one of these batteries near Golden Gate Bridge, you will see endless selfies and, and just fucking terrible photos of people's dumb fuck faces. I'm uh, looking at Black Rock Beach right now. It says hashtag jizz. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, Instagram used to, uh, well, it depends on what you do with Instagram, but it used to be a fun place if you did it correctly to look at photos by people that take good photos and share your photos with people that appreciate good photos, but now it is it is a pain in the dick, and I kind of hate it. Okay, uh, you're both wrong. Oh! I, as a non-Instagram user, or frequenter, or understander, um, can tell you exactly what Instagram is. Instagram is a place where women go to do two things. One, give themselves an inflated sense of their attractiveness level. Okay, I'll agree with that. Right? Every Instagram photo of a girl makes her look probably spectacular. I'm going to say that a lot of dudes do that, too. Okay. I don't see those photos. But women certainly go there to do that. They go, yeah. yeah, I'm a four, but my photos of me look like a nine. Mm. So there's that. I'd say seven and a half. Whatever. You know what I'm getting at. <laughs> the other thing, the real reason I wanted to bring this up, which will come after I tell a short story. Uh, yes. There's one day in Florida where young Alex said, hey, my dad has a bunch of adult toys. And whatever comes to mind when I say adult <laughs> toys, that's not right. Um, by adult toys, I meant electric bicycles and electric skateboards and electric stand-up thingies. So, Alex like and Brett segue? hop. Uh, Alex and Brett hop on these electric bicycles, and I go, "I'll try this uh, Segway-looking thing that has no handlebar. Like you just stand on it and kind of lean, and it goes right." Is it a one wheel or a hoverboard? No, it was neither of those. I've done a hoverboard. I know what that's like. This was kind of like that, but it operated differently, and it took some getting used to. So I stood on this, and I started traveling. And I was traveling with these two guys on these electric bicycles, and I went, I'm just getting fatter as I ride this. Like, I'm literally (laughs) standing on a thing. My arms are doing nothing but just leaning slack at my sides, and I'm just leaning forward and moving moving forward. Like, I was getting fatter and lazier. with I every was, foot uh, I traveled. I was on uh, Bowling Ball Beach. I think it was uh, New Year's Eve. That I sounds had just like a smoked. Mario Kart level. <laughs> it was it was gorgeous. Bowling Ball Beach. Look it up, you fags. Um, and some guy was out there on his one wheel. I had just finished. Those look fun. Like the sun had gone down, and I'm sitting on a stump, thinking like, okay, I think I'm done here. And this guy goes zooming by on his one wheel on the beach and just ate fucking shit so hard. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it was the the most hilarious thing I'd seen. Um, God, I wish I'd still been like had my camera out. But anyway, but the the one wheel. Continue with fun. your story. So we ride these electric vehicles uh, a couple of miles or so to the the airport in Naples, and then we continue on and we end up making our way to a, a beautiful park in Naples. So we ride up this spiral path. Oh, the path. That leads up to this peak in Naples. And by peak in Naples, I mean it's like 35 feet above sea level. Highest point in the whole county. Yep. <clears throat> Highest point in Collier County, 35 feet. Probably a man-made hill. It definitely <laughs> a man-made hill. It was like a, a lump on a golf course. Yep. But as we ride up this, I'm looking down at this beautiful park where there's kids playing, there's people walking, their dogs, couples enjoying their time together. It's a beautiful afternoon. The weather is very, very nice. It's in the 70s probably and a nice breeze. 
And then there's a girl, and I see this girl, and I go, ooh, she looks attractive, and she's with a man. And I go, well, he looks pretty attractive, too. And then they start setting up these various apparatuses, and they start taking pictures of the girl. And I realized this is an Instagram photo shoot. This is how a woman goes from a four to a nine Wow! with these photo shoots. But not only that, the most egregious point here is that she is using her boyfriend who is a relatively attractive man mm-hmm. and she's a relatively attractive female who, who lost all sex appeal as soon as I saw what was happening. But <laughs> she is using him to take pictures of her so she yeah. can go on and get her next boyfriend. That's exactly what was happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No one else noticed this. No one else commented. I was appalled and I just went, she is using this guy to get the next guy. Now, here's this guy a, here's an has been forced to come out and schlep these fucking light bouncing reflecting devices and cameras and tripods and all this stuff so he can take photos of her so she can appeal to the next guy. That's all it now, was. How, hang on. Hang on. I, how I know do you it. know he wasn't a pro photographer taking pictures of a model? Maybe she paid him. Because next to this couple was a gay man who was a gay photographist. Oh, did he have a shirt that said that or what? How the fuck yeah. do you know? I agree, Andrew. I think Instagram is yeah. ruining an entire generation of women. I agree. Oh, it is. I, I definitely, like I said, um, I think I mentioned this in one of my solo shows the other the other day, whatever the fuck, um, last year. Um, Andrew has always railed against Instagram. And I always thought, like, well, what's his fucking problem? And then I started looking at these hashtags, and that's where you find, like, because I have I've curated my Instagram pages with proper photographists, you know, so I don't see this uh, narcissistic selfie horse shit. But if you if you search for it, you can find it, and it is extremely sad because it is nothing but selfies, and like like the worst is, have you guys seen this the ridiculously cliched? The chick is like got her hand back and it's hanging on to the what would be the dude's hand. Like, you know, she's pulling the guy along and he's taking the photo. Have you guys seen this? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but. Well, picture it. Picture the hot chick is like walking. She's got her hand. She's holding the hand of the boyfriend, but he's out of frame because he's taking the photo. Right. So she's holding the hand of the camera. Yeah. It seems like the gayest, like just the saddest fucking photo ever because it's like. It's all about her. It's it's, but I don't know. It's like she's uh, what do you like? Uh, what do you call it? She's presenting as though she's taken or something. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know what the fuck the point of this photo is. I anyway. don't like any of it, and I don't. Uh, I don't believe that any of you should be attempting to fool yourselves by trying to jump in this pool without playing these fucking games. Yep. I think you're all just anyone who is. Uh, on this shit, you're convinced that you're somehow superior and you can insert yourself into this world and not play these stupid games. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. I know I'm crazy and I talk about like how I'm at the end of life and I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't understand all these kid things and I'm ungracefully rapidly traversing towards old age and all of that. You know, that there's no 55-year-old version of Andrew that's ever going to exist. He's sitting here smoking in a basement. But, uh, (laughs) 
you know, I, I'm not full of myself. Um, I, that is admirable. That doesn't mean I'm not crazy. No, but like, I feel like I need to be in these places for work and to have some kind of presence. But like, if I just grab some shitty meme um, or even made a meme and that gets like a hundred likes and, but then I say, oh, here's something that took me eight hours, uh, you know, a show that I put together and 12 people like it because it's just cover art for a show. Like that's depressing. Yeah, that's what you do. You okay. Guys, you guys realize that I take photos, right? What do you think? How do you think I fucking feel? No, I yes. know. Yeah. Here's what you do. <laughs> you being puke, you being Brett, you being both of you. Uh, you take your photo of your beach with the black sand and you don't talk about how you wish you could go back and get a better photo. You talk about how this is the best photo and uh, anyone who didn't immediately ejaculate by looking at it can fucking unsubscribe to your shit. Right. Unsubscribe. Do you want those people? Do you want those people who will like something that you share that you didn't create? Or do you want no. the people? This is why I won't no, be happy. This is why memes are the worst. I, I hate people that share memes. Let's do an experiment. I'll start sharing a meme on Instagram every day. I bet in a month I could probably have 1,500 followers. I've I probably got like 1,100 something right now. I bet in a yeah. month I could get 400 new followers just by polluting Instagram with more memes that I'm actually just screenshotting from other people who already posted them. Yeah, that's let's how it works. It. That's how the fucking internet works. Well, it's also, let's go back to Marshall McLuhan, who we've talked about before, and the medium is the message, right? These are just like attention sucker, endless scrolling, and people like things that give them that immediate gratification. If This I is the TikTok show, world that Amy has exactly, talked about on this show. Exactly. So if I say, oh, <laughs> here's something, look at this show that I made. It's a two-hour investment of your time. People say, I'm not here for that i'm here for butts yeah. i'm here for butts what else what else what are reasons do they go there butts that's, that's about it hypergamy what sometimes else? it's like sunsets sunsets and butts and hypergamy well uh, yeah <laughs> so i okay know what the medium is so you do not get taken for a ride by it i agree with andrew andrew made some very good points here so Wait, what was the point? I missed it. I guess. Don't fool yourself into thinking you can jump in this pool and not have to play the game. Right. It's a game, and there's a lot of fuckery going on there, and if you can stay away, stay away. If you need it, know the playing field that you're on. Right? It's kind of like how in Fort Myers they have Fenway South, so the minor leaguer baseball players can learn the dimensions of Fenway Park before they go up to Boston and play. Really? Sure. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, on top of that, never mind. I completely lost the train of thought. <laughs> well, that's a I have something the prize very good. because you're hungry. Because I feel like a <laughs> child in Sudan. It's not right now. It's seven forty-five, yeah. and we need to eat seven fifty-four. Let's eat. Brett, have you tried? Have you tried intermittent fasting? Yes. This is not the time maybe, where you'd intermittent maybe you fast. Maybe should try it. Maybe you should just think about that fasting. Um, well, no, I mean, I think we're, we're good. We've done almost three hours of show. Oh, fuck me. Do you have more to do? Not really. I, I was going to say, uh, Andrew, you're t you guys were talking about monitors before we started the show. Yeah. And, uh, all I have out here is my laptop. 
Yeah. And I, I was thinking like, God damn it. I really wish I had a proper monitor because using this tiny 15 inch screen kind of sucks for editing photos. Uh, so I was thinking about buying a monitor, even though I have like so goddamn many monitors back there. You got there a monitor that, problem. That, that room that you guys live in, right? Um, or not that you live in, that you're in right now. There's many a monitor. <laughs> but Andrew, you should be and proud a robot. Of me. What? The robots in there? Yeah, that's a space heater. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking? I was at? gonna. I was gonna say, like everything I buy online now, I think, well, how 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 angry is Andrew gonna be about uh, the thing that I purchased uh, on the live stream? Now you can I can see Andrew is now struggling off off camera somewhat. He's trying to grab the robot. I think he's opening a case. I see foam. Now I see his butt. Oh, there it is. He now is literally holding an entire robot arm up to the camera. It is a. Is a, can you jack with that, Andrew? What is it for? It's a robot. It's for whatever you want. You can program it to pick up things and put things down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he sells them, Brett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, I, um, I realized that it would be a lot cheaper to just buy a 20-foot HDMI cable, and then this TV and this Airbnb would be a monitor. Yeah, I was so. thinking that. That's what I heard. I think there was a problem with the robot. Oh, I don't know. His mute. His mic is muted or something. I don't know. I don't. I, he sounds fine to me. He's, okay, Andrew, is your mic muted? What are you doing? No, there was a problem with the robot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's how it starts. Oh, so now, now, that, now, that, now that you're, you're back, back on, on the show, show you fucking jag off. I, I bought, bought an HDMI, HDMI cable instead of a new monitor. It was way cheaper. That's great. Be frugal, uh, you know, where you can, I say. Well, you're making a bunch of money. Your expenses are covered. You are in a position of financial strength and professional power. And it's for a hobby that you enjoy, which makes it a worthwhile investment. So right. You so decide. You, you have the ability to reduce your extemporaneous expenses. Yes. And focus them in the areas that make the most impact. Did you buy a PlayStation 7? No, good. That doesn't exist. Did you buy whatever exists? <laughs> yes, you I did. did have to buy it. I had to buy a uh, uh, a tripod and some boots. Oh, that's on a PlayStation, though. No. Okay, great. That, that's but great. I mean, it was the, it was the equivalent price of a PlayStation. Jesus. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Well, they're that's, not no, free. That's good because boots and tripod equals activity. PlayStation exactly. equal, equals sedentary. Because I bought this tripod, it is now filled with seawater. <laughs> Perfect. But I had an experience. It's better than also, a the boots are filled with seawater. That's better than a seawaterless pair of boots and a seawaterless tripod. It's better than watching YouTube. Yeah. Um, I, oh, but I, I did have one more point that I completely forgot earlier. Oh, me too. I drove a, my car through a tree. Through a tree? <laughs> Inside a tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah, up north in you California. You motherfuckers know the, the Redwood? Yeah. The, the famous roadside attraction where you drive your car under, like, through a Redwood tree? This yeah. is very intriguing. I did that. I did it. I have pictures someday <laughs> I'll share, in, and I'll, pre- intrigue, I'll be super positive. Intrigue. Intrigue. <laughs> that was really, it was better than I thought. I only got tree the first time. <laughs> you were saying, Brett, what? 
nothing. Um, no, I was saying. Yeah. That's cool. I wanted to go there. I didn't get the chance to go there. I really want to come back and see Napa Valley because after our last recording, we ended up driving yeah. to a really shitty lake town uh, called Clear Lake. That was the worst. But then we drove back as the sun oh, was setting through Napa Valley and holy shit, that place looked amazing. And then we that's had an amazing the, uh, like- dinner in Sausalito, my favorite city. Oh, that sounds yeah. nice. Sausalito. Yeah, Andrew likes to just drive through richer towns. No, it's good. It's good for you. It's inspiring. Yeah, it's encouraging. Yes. How else do you get better? If you drive through a bunch of shitty places, you just go, well, I'm good enough. Yeah, I'm better Not than moving on. those. Um, however, back to the Instagram thing. Um, I think... I think you guys both should post something that you create that you're proud of. And That's all you, I do. You should tell everyone who doesn't appreciate it fully to go fuck themselves and unfollow you and unsubscribe because I don't think you will truly be happy until you're creating something for an audience of one. Like this show, the best this Shows show will up. ever be is when I'm only doing it for one person. I went through a period in November and December, end of November and the first couple of weeks where I listened back to a lot of our old shows. And I was, believe it or not, really mortified, just delighted with myself oh. and with you guys. You know, and I actually have started queuing stuff to post on the School Sucks Patreon, not for a contribution, but for just for free, like as an extra thing. Found this great conversation that we had about sex robots. The other night, <laughs> my friend calls me. New Year's Eve, my friend, who's a very respectable man, calls me. He's got a garage full of people. He's got me on a speakerphone. He says, how can we all hear the podcast? So I had to find an episode with the podcast, and I said, oh, this episode, 412, is called Vagina 11 because that's a word that we made up when the sex robots take over and vaginas aren't, um, don't have power anymore, so men don't want to achieve anything, and the whole world goes to shit, Vagina 11. Vagina 11 is also when men realize that post-jizz is far inferior to pre-jizz. Pre- Vagina 11. Um, my problem with going back and listening to old shows, they're magical, gets back to my audience of one. Yeah. Wait, wait. Cause you don't like them. Too many people are into it. <laughs> I don't like things that people are into. People are yeah. into Instagram. I don't like it. People are into Facebook. I don't like it. Everyone's crazy about TikTok. No idea. The show. What the hell is in my mouth? Something weird is in my mouth. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I don't either. Maybe it's all that jizz that puke is spewing. <laughs> what now? I don't that know. is where that is my microphone. Yeah. What could this be? Is it a cat hair? <laughs> Brett has to eject this jizz. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It. Yeah, Andrew. I don't know what it is. Andrew is the opposite of success when it comes to uh, the internet. Is that not the ultimate success? I agree. To have, to I have agree. no friends audience? Or? No, but but this stuff is making us all very sick. And it oh, it is. is. And he is right, and we need to. Who would have ever thought Andrew was the most healthy person? No one. Right. But I totally agree. I've been talking about this a lot on School Sucks, is the, the, the impact of, of this world, of this technology in a population that has been in no way prepared to deal with it 
intellectually, emotionally, it's not good. It's not good. Don't play the game. Don't play, don't play the games. Don't do what everybody else is doing. Because, okay, earlier today, my Facebook gives me almost no notifications. I have no notifications. Mm-hmm. And earlier today, I got a notification that said, puke commented on my uncle's post. And I went, what? That's what they do. When you disengage? Uh, yeah. When you disengage, they force engagement. Look how much fun everyone else is having. So, Look at how friendly yeah, you're everyone talking else about, is being. You're talking about how much you hate Instagram. It's constantly telling me, like, hey, this person you follow on Facebook is also on Instagram. You should follow them, too. Sure. And I say, this, this is no, my point. go fuck yourself. This is my point. Yeah. So I, uh, I click on this notification, and I see that Puke commented something very negative sounding on uh-huh. a very negative post. And I went, oh. Puke's back into this game fully. I just went, Puke is, I, I just picture Puke <laughs> spending all day long fucking commenting on Facebook. Just uh, news articles are being reshared. People that Nick should be shaming are sharing things, and there's Puke commenting. And Puke's yeah. angry, but he's yeah. also satisfied. He's satisfied and angry. And uh, I read the headline from my uncle's post, something awful sounding about New York State during the the, the coronavirus lockdowns and all that. Mm-hmm. And I just, at first I go, oh, this could enrage me. I could be super mad about you this. You could. But how does it affect me? Even if it happened here, even if it happened around me, does knowing about it or getting mad about it make it any better? Nope. No. Mm. What can I do? So instead, I went for a drive this morning and watched the sun come up, which it didn't because it was cloudy. I watched the... Well, it did. You just couldn't see it. I watched the world get lighter, sitting atop my favorite outlook in this part of the country, over my favorite town, and I talked to two 17-year-old boys about the town. Okay. And uh, I learned some things. I journaled. I focused internally and... uh, Try to think about the important things in my life, and all of a sudden, whatever fucking news article everybody's outraged about in New York had no impact and no effect, even if it were in Pennsylvania, even if it were in Armstrong County where I was. This is the real heroism. This I'm is a the real, real hero. You this hear is the, the real you act <laughs> of defiance. This is the real rebellion. What do you think? You're going to go up against these people in Washington, D.C.? Fuck you, idiot. You go up to a hill, <laughs> you go inside. I think I went, oh, oh, inside, inside yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Not the 17-year-old boys. No, I went outside and I peed. <laughs> no, you go, you go outside, right? Outside of it all. Then you go inside of yourself. Oh, puke. I was in your car, by the way, because I just got your car last what? night because I haven't driven it in a long time. Oh, thank you. Yep. I had to jumpstart it. I love that. Uh, that's... So... Um, are you? How long are you trying to make the show? As long as because I feel like that's a high note to go out on. That's some good that's stuff. Good. That's great advice. I hope everybody listening is doing that, and you know we're definitely trying to do that. I I was I social media and news blacked out for a month for thirty I, solid days. I gotta get back to that. Puke got real quiet. Oh, did I? What about now? That's better. Was probably the my, great, greatest month of my life during not probably the greatest circumstances. So, 
Learn more at portmanshow.com slash VIP. Why? Explain. What? Wait, what? Who? You. Andrew and I did. About our PCL? Yeah, get better teasers, puke. What? (laughs) How drunk are you? Can I just say, I'll I'll say, Andrew and I did a very personal, very revealing, very uncomfortable discomfort zone. The most discomforting. The most discomforting discomfort zone probably ever. Can I say, I have one critique. Yes. At one point, Brett's said that Andrew was the most annoying about choosing restaurants. And I say both of you are fucking obnoxious when you choose restaurants. So. Yeah, but Andrew won't, like, eat olives. Yeah, but you also have plenty of complaints about any restaurant we've ever tried to go to. So don't act like you're all fucking willy-nilly with Well, eating. I didn't act like I was all willy-nilly anything. You know I, what? I, I'm going to silence Brett because if you want to hear Brett's argument to it, you can listen to <laughs> <laughs> The Discomfort Zone at portmanshow.com slash VIP. I owned up to a lot of stories that I was telling myself in that discomfort zone. And you know what? In the spirit of that, Puke, you're right. You're right. I remember walking around outside in this city going, no, no, I don't want to eat there. I don't like the name of the place. And I'm just going, I'm going to get blamed for whatever goes wrong here. Right. And no one's going to thank me for selecting the greatest neighborhood to choose where to eat at. (laughs) Right. So anyway, um, Oh, geez, guys, we did it all, huh? Man, if I if I didn't have to pee so bad, I would just keep going. I gotta and yeah, going. I gotta pee real bad and going. I would love to eat soon, so it's getting very late. I don't care about eating. Tomorrow's Monday. Tomorrow's a big day. Wait, you're not hungry? Not really. Well, what did you eat? Eggs, booze, and pickles. Oh, I am sore than I've been in a long time. As soon as Brett enters the picture, I enter uh, sore butt. I'm just checking <laughs> my sore spots. Uh, I'm not terribly sore, but yeah, we've had a good run. I got of, a back. I got a shoulder. I got a neck. I've had real bad back problems. Oh, God. New ones. They feel spinal. I can feel every individual vertebrae in my back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my neck. My back also uh, is kind of not super happy right now because I'm in an uncomfortable chair. <laughs> oh, here's... Okay, I know it's rare, but do you guys want to hear why I'm so stupid? Yes, uh, always. <laughs> On November 12th, or December 12th, the governor of Pennsylvania said, Hey, Andrew, what are you focused on doing? You like going out to a bar and drinking drinks. You also like going to a gym and working out so you can drink those drinks and not feel as bad. Both of those things are now shut down. On December 12th, he went for over three weeks. You're shut down on the gym and you're shut down on indoor anything. And it's fucking winter time. So good luck finding an outdoor anything. And you can't, and it's been months of you can't get a drink without having a meal. So on December 12th, that happened. And uh, for a couple weeks, I went, oh, I got to focus on this home gym situation. And I bought equipment and I worked on setting things up and I tried to make things work and I did workouts from home. And then one day I went, I'm going to drive by the gym just to see what it looks like. So I drove by the gym, and it looked the same as it did in November. 
<laughs> and I walked in and I went, you guys didn't close down? And they said, no, look at the sign. And they had a sign that said, I don't care what Tom Wolf says, we're staying open. And I went, why would I think otherwise? Why would I think? So I started going back to the gym again and it's been great. Yeah. And even in Naples, Florida, Brett and I found a way to work out every day that we were there except for one day. Out of all the days we were in Naples, one day we couldn't work out because we had to leave early. But we made it work, and now that we're back in Butler, we're going to the gym, and I'm very sore. Love it. Love the gym. Love doing heavy lifting and challenging things that raise your heart rate. So great. After not going to the gym between March 11th and whatever what? day. Yeah. Um, I was all just at home, pull-up bar, rubber bands, kettlebells. Ow. Stayed in decent shape. I stayed in decent shape, but to go and like be able to move some heavy weight, I lost a lot. I lost a lot of strength, but it's coming back. I can feel it, and I'm really excited. He's far more excited about it than I am. So excited. excited But I do it anyway because I hate myself. No, 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 no. (laughs) You don't hate yourself. I don't know what else to call it. Well, we'll come up with a new name for it. Okay. Well, let's go pee. How about loathing? Self-loathing. <laughs> we gonna try yeah, I got to piss thing? real fucking... What's it called? The squeeze? Are we going to try that? The squeeze technique? No, we just before the next show. I'm not going to do that. I'll try it. I feel like I'm going to be permanently d- disfigured oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, you want to be careful with your dick, fellas. Like, you don't want to <laughs> do experiments yeah, if you with don't, it. If you have any... Um, brazen feelings about this just read the the book uh organ of pain organ of pain oh by nick's father yeah brad oh yeah brad anyway let's That's end this show way to end the show yeah go to portmanshow.com slash vip yeah listen to all the goddamn content we've been putting out despite yeah. being separated by thousands of miles out of the last, like, 19 recordings of this show, at least 13 of them have been while I'm driving. <laughs> right? Isn't it amazing that I can record a show that, as a listener, you have no idea I'm, that we're even driving until Puke goes, oh, there's a cop. As a passenger, I have to throw my microphone down. <laughs> if it weren't for that, you wouldn't know that I'm even driving. I can drive and record a show that sounds no different than me recording a show in this basement. We're all very impressed. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> anyway, 13 out of 19, that's not that's, that's pretty good. Do you think Nick might have stopped doing the show because we talked about his dad's dick so much? No, I think it's Because other if reasons. he was on I think the it's show, other reasons. But if he was on the show and his dad was like, "I'm going to listen to the show because my son is on it." But then it's just his friends talking about his <laughs> dick. I don't think he would have wrote a book about his dick if he didn't want people talking about his dick. But did he want his, his son to robbing monster? But okay, so there's another question. <laughs> That's a quote. Okay, but does that say anything about the size? Because I remember there's a scene in American Beauty where Kevin Spacey gets caught masturbating by his wife Annette Bening, mm-hmm. and he goes, "I'm saying hi to my monster." But does that? Because usually you think that, that that has some implications about size, but it does anywhere else in the book. Does he talk about it? Yeah. And the size of it? Yeah. What else does he say? Yeah, I think you'll have to read the book. Organ of Pain. Can, does anyone have yeah. a PDF copy? Can you control find inches? Like a dollar. 
Control find inches. I want to see if yeah, we get any specifics. Yeah, I can specifics. probably do that. Okay. <laughs> oh. This has been episode 460. That of- makes it extra tragic, too, though. Like, look at this thing, and it doesn't even work. Yeah. It's a, it's a sad tale. Don't expect to be uh, happy or have a new positive outlook on life after this book. We should do an audiobook version where we just like, <laughs> read it like we used to read in high school. Like uh-huh. we read a paragraph and just go pass, and then the next person reads. And just drag your finger across yeah, as yeah, you yeah. read? Yeah. Until we've read the whole book. So what were you saying, Puke? Uh, Portmanshow.com slash VIP, episode 460. Uh, fuck off. my fucking sweet monitor or uh, microphone stand here it's a, you just it's disappeared a box. oh yeah <laughs> why do you disappear why are you doing magic <laughs> what is the nature of your work out there where you disappear suddenly now <laughs> i've been working on some uh nice new uh technology involving optics and invisibility shields nice that's because of that stupid background try to avoid bumping your hands on the me yeah on the table it's not a table. It's a shoebox with a towel on top of it. Well, don't play shoebox drums. <laughs> what do you sound like when you get excited? Oh! Again? Ah! Oh! Ho, ho. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that one's doing nothing. You could put a sock on it. It might do something. It ha- has a sock. No, no, no. I mean, like, put a white... Oh, you mean like... Like a, like a person sock. You know what would be If funny? you take your sock off and put it on there... I'm no, no, no. If you got a nice big sock... 
and you cut the bottom of it off and pulled it over your face and head, and then you stuck the tube end over the microphone. <laughs> I think we just have to, have to... I'll volunteer to do that, but at some point we have to see what that looks like. Oh, yeah, alcohol. Forgot all about that. Mm. What, New Year's resolution? You're off the sauce. No, I just have had no reason to drink for weeks because I don't do a show. Oh, you can't find a reason to drink in the Bay Area? Just go no. get drunk and go somewhere. Yeah. First drink of 2021. Well, fuck. Now I got to get some whiskey. Glad it was old granddad. I'm old, gla- old grand glad. That's hard. Fuck. I'll sit here and uh, I will become increasingly hostile the longer it takes for somebody to type something to me.